You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 511. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Fuck around on your own time, that's what I say. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by NordVPN. There they are. Uh, I'm Gus. I'm Blaine. Stars. I'm Barbara. Nord is Danish for North. And I'm Bernie. Gus. <laughs> I think it's right. It's the uh, sure you said it. Convincing guy, Rimian. What do they what do they speak in Skyrim land? Skyrimian. 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 Unobtainium. Skrimish. Unobtainium. Unobtainiumish. So I had a really cool thing happen today. The couple that built my bus. That's not the right way to say it, but turned it into the the house that converted it, renovated it. Yeah, they got it to like eighty five percent. 85% what it is now. Mm. And uh, we changed some stuff like countertops. I say we. It was all Wesley. But it was countertops and then redid the roof as well. Um, but they came back by. Like, they're like kind of this really... Everyone who meets them falls in love with them instantly. So, it's not a pretty hippy-dippy. Uh, they're, they're, they're like nomadic. They, you know, it's just like, where you been? It's like, oh, we've just been... On the road for 12 months. They Kissing lived in that. They've been on the road for 12 months? Kind of. Yeah, they just go from place to place. Didn't they live in that bus for like two years? Yeah, they lived there for two years. Yep. It was really cool, but they were, it was funny because one of the features in the bus is that it has a Wi-Fi extender, and I don't get great coverage in the bus. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that made me switch my plan to finally having the hotspot so that I could have internet, and I had to put my phone in the window to do it, so it's like this whole thing, and it has this, like, Wi-Fi thing, and I was like, yeah, I just can't get this thing to work. It's like, I've been going through it, so I hate to bug you. It's been a year since you <laughs> sold me the bus, but, you know, he's like, no problem, let me take a look at it, and he goes, oh, okay, here you go. It was off. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh. Yeah, so fix it in like two seconds. What did they think of your? Uh... Isn't that the first tech support thing you do? Restart it. I didn't know where it, it was. Honestly, oh. I, he he like the the if you open the fuse box in that thing, it's like a rat's nest, and I'm sure it makes perfect sense to him. But if anything goes wrong with that thing electrically, then I'm gonna have to bring it to, to an electrician. They'll just be like, "What are you bringing me? This is like." You said they lived there for a couple years. Yeah, two, two years. years. Did you change out the mattress when you moved in? I did. I have a Casper mattress in there. Oh. Look at me. What did they think Don't of talk about them. They're not a sponsor. Nord! <laughs> what, what did they think of your uh, updates to the bus? They liked it a lot. They're just, they're just like super sweet, you know? Nice. It's really nice. And it's funny because I've seen... It's Sophie and Nathan, isn't it? It's Sophie, Sophie and Nathan. <laughs> I've had a USB stick that he just went through and made a bunch of videos for like all the little like nuances of things, which was really cool. So it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, what does this knob do? And I just look up the video. It's like, oh, that's the knob that... Tunes the really handy. Is the lines up all the chakras. That's what that knob. Nah. <laughs> that kind of hippy dippy. Dude, listen, they are living life right. We are doing it wrong. We are. You think living in a small house is is something you'd want? Yeah, just going around. You know who else is kind of? I get the feeling is kind of doing that. Is just kind of like on the move all the time. This goes way the fuck back in Rooster Teeth history. Remember Lake? Yes, Lake Lek, Lake oh, Eyes. Lake Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. She was the basis for Carolina. Yeah. Um, and she just, like, her and her husband are, like, this, like, super vegan, awesome couple. And they're, I like, on Instagram. They're super, no, they're super vegan. Like, they don't fuck around. Yeah, they do. I think they do, like, professional cooking for vegans and stuff like that. And they, yeah, they're always going somewhere with their beautiful blonde I children. Know. It's <laughs> fucking idyllic. It's crazy. They're from the Nord. Yeah. Did we switch couches again while I was gone? What was her first name? She had a, she had a different did, name on the... We've we had that couch, couch for a while. Right? Caitlin. That's Maybe. what her that's what her name was, and then she's changed I, to the I think you sat on the couch last time you were like here. Yes. Is it the one with the chargers? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. 
Are you okay? <gasps> Coming down now. It's fine. Are you okay? Yeah, no, sorry. Did you panic? I just realized that I was on a different couch, so. It Here. could have been a human Why and I would have Why don't you look at it, it with these new rooster teeth sunglasses? Subtle. Wow, how does it look now? <laughs> I know you're not going to do the outreach for a while, but the, the VPN. What can I do on a VPN? Just like whatever I want? What do you mean? Are you do like crazy stuff? <laughs> you gotta... I go like, I get a VPN and I just like can do whatever I want? Uh, it's... We get a Bernie. Uh, I mean, you can... It's about protecting your information. <laughs> you? <laughs> it's about protecting your information. Protect my information? Yes. Like what? Search history? Or just like if when you go, like, so let's say you go to like a public Wi-Fi. Or like butt stuff. And okay, you connect to it. it <laughs> like any transactions that you have or anything you send. It's about protecting that. So it's, it's not, you, people can't it's even It's in the name. That. Very if, private network. If And I have a degree in computer science. I have no idea why I'm asking you this. But like I'm on a website and I'm going to a bank. Let's say I have a bank. I'm not saying that I do. But if, if I did, you had a bank, if I had a and bank, if you went to their website, if they had one, if I, yeah, right, exactly. Then I get that little lock on the browser. It's like a, it's like a little padlock. It's like mm -hmm. a lock. That means secure. Yes. Because I gave a little, like a couple of bits to the bank. The bank gave me a couple of bits, and that's how we decrypt that secure connection. Yes. There's like a billion routers between me and the bank when I'm given the little bits at the beginning. Can't they just snag the bits? Possibly, especially okay. if you're connected somewhere in, again, like a public environment. You don't know the router you're connecting to. It could be set up to intercept maliciously. Fucking happened to me, Scotland. Uh, if you had a happened? VPN, you'd be set. If I had a VPN, this is like one long. Did you turn it on? <laughs> Let me tell you about the long, Nord long, VPN. Longest, We're not there yet. <laughs> longest segue ever. So I had this problem. I was in, uh, I was in another country. We'll say which one? Scotland. And yes. uh, thieves. <laughs> you know those Scottish. We go to a lot of, we go to a lot, we travel, you go to a hotel, right, Barb? Sure do. You don't know a bunch of people all over the world, sometimes you gotta stay in a hotel. Usually do. You get Wi-Fi? Do you have a laptop? I do. Okay, so your laptop connects to, let's say you stay at the Holiday Inn. So boom, you stay at the Holiday Inn. If you go to another Holiday Inn, they probably name their network the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting there with my phone, and I was doing something, and I said, oh, I'm fucking connected to Wi-Fi. And I looked it up, and I was connected to the Radisson, uh... Wi-Fi network, which was not the hotel which was right at, by right? right in the center, like the most touristy part of Edinburgh. It was right by the castle, and I was like, "Oh, I'm connected to the Radisson, like four bars," because my phone knew the network. Yeah. It saw the SSID and just said, "Oh, I'll get on this one," and it got on. And I was surfing without like logging in or anything. Then I look up on Google Maps. The closest Radisson is like a half a mile away. Mm -hmm. So. What I was suspecting is somebody set up oh, yeah. a router with an SSID that's commonly used by hotels, well, and then... But why would well, it automatically connect you? Because you've connected to a network named that in the past. Mm -hmm. I've thought about this. If, so if you connect to the Holiday uh, Inn on your many stays there, yeah. and then you go somewhere else and someone sets up a router and says, Holiday, Holiday Inn, same Inn. network SSID, the name of the Wi-Fi network? If I were a criminal, and if I were to do something like that, I would just name it Linksys. Yeah, and leave it open. Most yes. people, or Netgear, yeah, or whatever, just like a, a super generic name that you know it's like. I would name it Pretty Fly for a Wi-Fi. Well, you'd be a pretty bad criminal then. I actually went. Somewhere. Everyone would want to connect to that. I actually, well, went no, somewhere. it's about not having them realize they're connecting. Oh. I went somewhere where that was the network name, actually, Barb. Pretty Fly for a Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was a long time ago though. Was it me who made that? I don't know if it was wrong. I think no, it was another company, and that was their. Their guest network that they I'd, gave us. I stopped myself short of bragging about my Wi-Fi names that I'm very proud of, but I'm not going to because then someone would find my house. That's it, right? Theoretically, if you were going to have a Wi-Fi, and if you were going to name it something funny, what would you name it? I'd name it Planets from my favorite movie. Uh, that is in Star <laughs> Wars Empire Strikes Back. Like Yavin? 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what about Earth? Oh, wait, that's a callback to <laughs> yeah, Blaine pronounced Yavin as Yavin. Oh, yeah. On I still street. get shit over that. I bet you do, buddy. I, and it's just, it, it doesn't really matter to me, because, I mean, what's what's another commonly mis, mispronounced thing? that Tuberca? Uh, <laughs> all right, well, here we go. Yada, yada. Just opened up that wound all United over again. United States of Boba America. <laughs> what? Who the fuck is Princess Laia? What? Oh, Do you say Han or Han? Ha! See, there's another one. Han or Han? Han. Well, people yeah. in the movie, I think some people even say Han. Doesn't yeah, Lando. Han? Han, old buddy, don't yeah. let me down. But his name's Han Solo. Well, he even addressed it in the Solo movie. He's oh. like. Hey, Han. He said, call me Han. <laughs> it was subtle. I liked Solo. Yeah, it's fine. I liked it, too. It was, fun. It was good, right? Also, Best side people. note, is our couch closer to the table than it normally is? You I guys feel, are. I feel like I'm looking at you more this yeah. way. You guys are closer. Okay. Don't push We're back. We're more in a line today. Is that what you were looking at? I'm probably okay. No? Oh, it's, it's fine. I just wanted to point it out because I felt that the balance of my normal podcastness is off right now. I think that's why. B Tornado in chat is asking if your phone's still named Batman's iPhone. What's my name? I name. Friends, I get to call you Batman. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what accent is that? Uh, Australian. Because you miss your girlfriend, so you have the Australian one. <laughs> oh, is, is that it like just infidelity? Serious. You're like replacing her with uh, another Aussie? No. Answer the question. No. Answer the question. It just reminds me of her, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He likes the, the sound of an Australian uh, female's voice. Crikey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'd be funny if when you set like the dialect or the language options, that if they started incorporating slang from those languages. I think, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty robust. So she called me a we had guests that came to stay with us, so I set their Alexa to Australian. They were from Australia. So I set it. It, it actually it understands you better. Like, I would prefer... To have one of my Alexis has an option, not all of them, but only one of them, like one model, has an option to have English Indian. So it's this Indian woman's voice. Like and I just accent? love it. I love it for a computer voice. It just understands me about 50% less because I don't have an Indian accent. Does it sound like the thing from Overwatch? Isn't there like an AI character? I've never played Overwatch. You've never, oh. played, you've never played Overwatch. I, I played one round of Overwatch. I played as Reaper. Uh, your button's off. I played over a VPN. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody can get my info. So I, I played as they Reaper. Can't reap your info. I went all the way through the match. It was seemed fun. It seemed like a lot of mayhem. I got to the end. I saw the play of the game, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That was cool. All right, I'm going to play another one." And I was like, "I know where this is going," and I just put it down. I've done that with a few games in my life where it's like I can see what's about to happen to me, see the addictiveness, and I hit eject. I think I did that with Destiny. I played the beta when it first came out, and then I was just like. I don't need this in my life, and then I just I haven't played it since. And even though like Destiny Two's, I think good now. I don't know. I'm confused. Why would like a, an Alexa understand you less if they're speaking a different accent, but then you're giving it instructions in just a regular? American I think it accent. assumes that most that that both parties are speaking in that accent. Like it's a different, essentially dialect. Yeah. Of English, so it's tuned for people to have that accent. That makes sense. You know, to, but I to would, understand those. Inflections and stuff like that, but I wish you could set it separately. Yeah. My host has an Indian accent, but I'm gonna be speaking like gutter American accent You know, whatever this is mm. so That'd be nice. Yeah, we can't do that. Def you, you set the host that also sets your accent basically. default English accent American yes. 
or I can just walk around my house faking an Indian accent, which would be super weird and racist. That'd be like short circuit. <laughs> oh my God, Fisher Stevens. Yeah, man. You get that reference? You get that reference? No. Maybe There's that funny moment in the first season. Short of Mas- circuit? You never saw Short Circuit? No. no. Johnny Five? Is anybody else? Yeah, keep throwing names that I don't know back at him. Oh yeah, Johnny. <laughs> the Fred. robot. The robot that comes to life. Ah oh, yeah, the robot that comes to you life. You never saw it either. Kids yeah. movie. No. You ever see the Three Stooges? Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, shut the fuck up then. You weren't. <laughs> You weren't alive when they made well, those the movies either, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great moment in the first season of Master of None where they talk about that Fisher Stevens character. And I guess like one of them never realized that it was Fisher Stevens. Oh, they thought it was an Indian dude? Yeah, that was an Indian. He's like, what? No. They're like, yeah, it was Fisher Stevens. Yeah. But, I, you yeah, know, that, I, I, the shit was rough. It's it's a rough deal though, too, because actors portray other people. Like they play different parts. Like Ben Kingsley played Gandhi and won an Oscar for it. I mean, this is three decades yeah, ago. John Wayne played Genghis Khan. Yeah, and all the dudes, all the Mexican dudes in, uh, um, like, The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, the Sergio Leone movies. Just Italian dudes. Not all of them are, yeah, a lot of them are Italian dudes, there's white dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? really tanned Italian dudes. But it's interesting now, it's like, it's, it's, and I get it, but at the same time, it does seem like it's, like, taking acting down a notch to say, like, only people who are the same race and gender as this character are allowed to play this well, character. Well, why not? Well, I mean, it's, it's about giving those actors an opportunity. I totally get it. No, I totally get it. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like, but at the same time, I think what we're losing on the back end of that is like we're losing people to see performances where people really, really. Stretch. I mean, I mean, if, like if you could, I, I can see what you're saying, but you continue to draw the line. And it's like, hey, then why not let blackface be a thing? Yeah. I mean, that's or a good point. You yeah, can, I mean, it's like that's, we, a, good that's a really slippery slope. No, it is, you start it to go down. It's a good point. You that's could just point. play it safe and cast Scarlett Johansson in the role because in I, everything in everything because that works out really well. Yeah. She was she was the major. Didn't in she get cast as a transgender transgender character? She dropped that role. Okay, I think after the backlash of Ghost in the Shell, and then everyone was like, eh, "Not again, ScarJo." She just dropped it. Yeah. Speaking of trans, did you guys see the Bumblebee trailer? They put out a new one. Hell yeah! Go, that was okay. Was that was say, what the hell <laughs> are you talking about? Wait, what? What? How does Transformers, that... <laughs> Barb? Trans. Performers. I was trans- like, was there something revealed in the trailer? I hadn't seen it yet. No, no, I was no. Like, sorry, am I not sorry. caught up to that date? Was, that was a Transformers joke. Sorry, gotcha. I did see it. Li- it's fucking great. I like that the Transformers look like Transformers. They got That's it right, what you Gus. Said. They got it right. Yeah, like the like I watched the first Michael Bay Transformers film in the theater. I was like, this is horrible. It's garbage. It's, it's the- moving theater? piles of garbage. Gus says theater. 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 How do you say it? Theater. Theater. theater? <laughs> you mean I- like theater? the normal way everyone in, in like North America? Theater. Says you don't it? say theater. You don't know how I say theater. it. You say it. Theater. <laughs> theater. 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 Yeah, going to the movie theater. Stop it. You know what? I, you know what, Gus? I don't even go to theaters anymore. <laughs> I sit at home and I watch GeoBlock content via my VPN <laughs> on his <laughs> home theater. <laughs> that's that's the only way that I get content these days. Oh. You want to yeah. go to the ad read now? <laughs> I want to remind everyone: this episode <laughs> of the Risky Podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. You don't want your most Nord. private and intimate web browsing habits exposed to the world, do you? You need to be running a VPN like NordVPN. NordVPN has military-grade encryption and it's compatible with most operating systems, including Windows, macOS, iOS, Android. NordVPN is the only VPN to get a perfect score from PCMag. They offer unlimited bandwidth, and it's a risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN's Chrome browser is lightweight and user-friendly from the first click. It secures your browsing in seconds. NordVPN was born in 2012 when four friends came together to build technology that could liberate the Internet now they have thousands of servers in over 61 countries. I use a VPN every day when I connect a device to the internet. 
Uh, yeah, my computer, my laptop's on a VPN right now. I'm doing. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm my phone's on a VPN. I'm being dumb. Everything VPN. Uh, NordVPN is offering our viewers and listeners sixty six percent off a two year plan. That's three ninety nine per month. Just go to nordvpn.com slash rooster or click the link in the description to sign up and start protecting yourself. That's NordVPN. What is it, Bernie? NordVPN.com. Nord slash rooster. NordVPN.com slash rooster. Use code rooster. Get started today with 66% off a two-year plan. Like I said, I use a VPN every time I connect to the internet. Uh, Everyone should absolutely be doing that to try to curb the theft of your personal information. Bernie's going to try to steal all your information. It's super convenient. I can do it because I'm on a VPN. I can do it connects stuff. to the server closest to you automatically. Don't, don't connect to, to the Radisson. Can you play video games over it? Under, uh, well, I don't really game on this thing. Like Counter Strike. What? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a weird segue? I'm to sure you can. <laughs> I, 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 I've never tried to game on my uh, on my MacBook. <laughs> no. We're a little punchy. We're all back from Arctic London. We're kind of punchy. I didn't notice in the uh, ad read there. It says has military level encryption. Military grade. Military grade. Thank you. I think it's important though. That they specify which military, because not every <laughs> not every military is like the best example of encryption. I wouldn't think. Speaking of things that aren't the best, yeah, go ahead. I saw this uh, YouTube video the other day where this guy, like, I don't know how long it took him, but he just spent the whole video was just him chronicling different airplanes he would get on on the North Korean run state airline, Air Corio. Weren't you talking to me about this? They're yeah. like old military. How many planes? views does this video have? Like it's, four. It's a. Uh, <laughs> They're all guests. It's, it's one of the only one-star rated airlines in the world. I think oh they God. were not. Until recently, they couldn't fly at all into Europe. They ha- I think they have one plane now that they're allowed to fly into Europe. Yikes. Yeah, it wouldn't look. Because the safety yeah. level is so low? Yeah, because it's like bad safety. Uh, it has 246,000 views. Ah, that's not bad. It's just him getting on North Korean airplanes? Yeah, and then like I'm filming the from business. the inside. And like they're really weird Soviet-era jets. Uh, it's like stuff you've never, like, even if you've flown a lot, it's probably stuff you've never seen before. Is the interior design nice or does it still look like military? It, it's very Spartan. Okay. Is that a, Spartan? That's a good term. That's yeah. a good word for it. I don't know what that even means. It just means very, like, bare bones. Minimalist. Like minimalist. Spartan. I guess that's, yeah. The bare necessities. For some reason I was thinking, like, Sparta! Gus, yeah. you got yeah, mad at me exactly. this morning when you found out that I flew through like arrow the armor. They I, said I bare can't chest. believe you did that. Minimal. Minimal. Uh... What's the what's the big deal? Only with brought three hundred people. <laughs> what is going on? Sorry, <laughs> Barb's interrupting. Oh, that's it. It's me. Oh, propellers, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Have you never been on a propeller plane? Uh, it's been a bit. Not like one that went a great distance. We went. My career in telecom. Where were we? I had to fly so many prop planes. When we went skydiving, we were on a prop. Plane. Oh God, that plane! I was. I'm shocked it was able to fly all four of us. Yeah. Individually up there. When we went skydiving, this tiny, the, like, it only had room for the pilot and then two people in the little body of the plane, and that's nope. it. Two people? That's it? Yeah. So you're the skydivers? Yep. Yeah. Us and the person who was jumping uh, out Attached to you? Yeah. yeah. I don't like oh, that. No, whole... I think three people, maybe, because there's also a camera person with Chris. When did they start that? Feels like that's a new development. Skydiving? No, that when they put the person on you, they connect you. Maybe they've done that for a long time. Tandem skydiving? Yeah, but it feels like a... it wasn't always that way. Like Normandy, yeah, they didn't have anyone connected no. to them. They just back in the airborne days. They I just, think yeah. maybe like the I don't know, like the, the depiction of skydiving within the media was just one person doing it. So maybe like tandem skydiving was not a yeah, you're right thing. I just imagine the person at the door of the plane going, I can't do it. I can't. Imagine some guy dying is what set it off. What about that cord? 
What cord? That connects you to the plane. You got a cord. What about that cord? Oh, that's <laughs> when you jump out. It like pulls your chute. That's you don't a, need the dude. I think that that's a military type thing. Yeah, because it's, you're not supposed to pull the chute right away. You're supposed to do out. it at a certain altitude. Yeah, but they do that for thrills. You could just like fly the plane six thousand feet and boom, boom, use the cord. ready to jump. Do the cord. The the most terrifying thing about skydiving is actually cord's underrated. Look into it. It was surprising to me. Um, it wasn't like when you first like jump or anything or even like look out the window. The scariest part is when they open the door and you stick your feet out to put them on the railing mm -hmm. and the wind takes your feet like, oh, and then you have to like push them to reset it on the thing because the wind is so strong. Wow. That to me was the most. Really? Jarring. Yeah. I feel like dealing with the force of something else would help me. Just the, the thing that always gets me is just the sheer drop. It just makes my knees want to stop. How you fast like, are you falling? You don't How feel fast it. do you fall? Right now? Oh. Uh, I don't know. What's uh? It's gravity's number four meters per second squared. What's I what's took gravity? Nine point six. Because I bought myself a lesson after we went for the recap. I think it was like my twenty fifth or twenty sixth birthday. And they tell tell you all that stuff, but I just I forgot it already. In a stable belly to earth position, terminal velocity is about one hundred and twenty miles an hour. What does terminal velocity mean? I mean, that's like your peak velocity, like the maximum speed you're going to reach. Why do so many people think, I get why they think it, but so many people believe that means the speed at which you're you going to die yeah. when you hit the ground. That's what it sounds terminal. like. Yeah, and it's, I just read too about um, just the in the difference in mass and your possible velocity. That's why like insects, you can you can flick them out of your hand, which is essentially the size of, a, you're the size of a skyscraper to them and they can land and they're fine. Yeah. Is that small animals are usually okay. Yeah, and people said that because it was a video of a raccoon climbing up the side of a hotel uh -huh. and then the raccoon fell and you're like, oh, I'm about to watch a raccoon splat. Raccoon bounces and just fucking runs off. That's cats you know? a lot too. Yeah. 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 I, I remember, I, you remember when we were younger, there was that Ghostbusters animated series? Yeah, yeah. Which one? There's two. The real Ghostbusters. The one with the monkey? No, no, the other one. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, I like that cartoon. And then they had an explanation. Like in one episode, I remember they shrink really small to like the size of ants. And then they're on a windshield of a car and the wipers like knock them off and they fall and hit the ground. And they give the explanation you gave. Like, oh, Egon says like we're smaller in size. We have less mass. So the fall doesn't affect us as much. I remember being a kid watching that and being like, come on, I'm not that stupid. I'm a kid, but I know that's not the way it really works. But I guess that is the way it really works. Mass. Yeah, it's Egon, <laughs> dude. How do you not trust Egon? It's a cartoon also. He's the smartest scientist ever. Yeah. I don't like that Ant-Man. For that reason. I don't like that Ant-Man. No, I don't. Because the Ant-Man's like, like inconsistent. It's like sometimes he's big and he's like, he's, or when he shrinks down, he can knock people over. Oh, like his strength is. Yeah, it's just like, uh, it's random. The, I the, like I, the, the best like that Ant -Man. debunking that I, I read about Ant-Man. Well, like I the, nailed the constant for gravity, by the way. 9.8 meters per second squared. You mumbled yeah. it totally perfectly. I go back and listen <laughs> to the mumble. I fucking nailed it. Was the, the best criticism I, I saw that someone had about Ant-Man was, they explain in the first movie that what happens is they just increase or decrease the amount of distance between his atoms to make him smaller or bigger, right? I thought you were going to say abs. Okay. And that, <laughs> he still has the same number of atoms, so he should still have the same number of mass, regardless if he's tiny or huge. So it doesn't make him, like, super strong or they anything. They explain that, right? With the, in the big one, though, when he falls over, he, like, lands on a plane and crushes it, though, right? Right. So You wouldn't crush a plane. He would just be like, oh. <laughs> right, he was like bounce off of it. Yeah, yeah. He also be like, yeah, super light when it gets bigger. It's in, it's not, the mass thing is they got to work it out. And then they put that fucking building on a dolly and they roll the building around with him. Oh yeah, that totally breaks the yeah. established. Yeah, hmm. it's not. It's, they're they're wildly inconsistent. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one has some great comedic moments. The second one's not in bad. In this cartoon superhero comic book movie, they are inconsistent How with their science. <laughs> How my, dare they? My favorite part in the first one is when uh, they're playing on that little toy train tracks. 
and you just see from far away like the train fall over like ding, ding. <laughs> but, oh yeah <laughs> but up yeah. close it's like all this massacre it's a pretty good gag yeah there's i think feel like they did a good job across two movies with all the scale jokes mm. yeah they did they they really did a decent job with that like i was wondering even in the second one how they could, you know, get big, get small. What what else are you gonna do? You know? Yeah, medium size. Medium size. Medium size was funny. That was a funny little bit in the middle there. Yeah, but okay. the first one was better. First one was, I think, more novel. So yeah. I, I finally saw uh Deadpool 2 on the flight back from London. Uh, you know, I, were I've you here when I ruined that for the audience? No. Yeah, I don't think you were here. Carrie and I were talking about post credit scenes. What'd mm-hmm. you say? So I said, I revealed the character that's in the movie. Who, if you follow Marvel Comics at all, probably can figure out who it is. I figured it out who it was going to be. Start with a C or a D? <laughs> Neither one. But that's okay. There's a there's a guy they keep referring to. He's in the lives in the basement of the prison. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a guy that's it. That's all I'm going to say. kind of a big spot. So they said, he, Carrie said at the time, there's only one post-credit scene. I go, no, no, there's two post-credits Easter eggs. He goes, no, what? I said, there's the... The, the mid-credits with, with... The time travel with, stuff? With Deadpool. And then... I said the then the thing at the end, which is the so and so song. And I was like, that's probably a spoiler that I just fucking said that. And we had, I mean, the movie had just opened. So. Oh, you said it on a podcast. Yeah, live. Oh. Yeah, someone cut, in chat we, saying you spoiled it for them two hours before they saw it. Oh, oh that's the worst. Sorry, number eighty-seven. That's why before a major movie that I want to see, I just tune all all media, social media, and then I'll wear headphones into the movie theater. Yeah, you ever gotten something spoiled en route to the theater? Didn't, didn't that happen to you or someone at Rooster Teeth where they were going to see Infinity War? And they were walking into the Alamo, uh-huh. and there's people also, like, when you see a movie with your friends, you talk about the movie outside the theater. Yeah, yeah. He said, like, they were walking into the theater, and he heard, like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Nah, I get you. It, you have to. Have seen you, it. The big plot thing that All the people die. The, yeah. yeah. It's past at this point, yeah. Just, right, like, there's memes about it. So something I like, that he, okay. I think he heard, like, oh, like, I can't believe, like, everybody died. Yeah. And, like, he was walking into <laughs> the theater. Fuck! Yeah. Yeah. Esther and I intentionally wait till we get into our car. It's so like we don't talk, talk about, about the movie. It. Like we we get up, we leave the theater, talk about whatever. Then we get in the car, close the doors. Like, all right, what'd you think? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like that's when we talk about it. Uh, there was one time where I was coming down after seeing Star Wars Eight, and I was talking to like a couple of friends who had also seen it in the same showing. And the guy that was at the bottom of the stairs of the Mueller Theater was screaming up at us, "Don't talk about the movie! Don't talk about it!" He was like screaming at us about Why spoilers. Why doesn't he just what like cover his ears and uh, Star Wars Eight? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was, was like was that, was screaming that, at people coming down the stairs. Was it you? What do you mean? Were you there? Was it really you screaming at people to not? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they, no, it was <laughs> no, it was the guy that was working the cash register. It was Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> he was I haven't the, seen it yet. He was in the ah! phase where he didn't like the movie. Still, uh, Last Jedi, good or bad? Last Jedi. That's fine. Fine. I the moment that I started separating, like, okay, these aren't the original trilogy, and you just like just. Chill out with the expectations and uh-huh. comparing yeah. them. Then yeah. that they became well, exponentially you, better. Luke Skywalker's in it, so maybe you come in with some expectations. I I don't know. It's it's just like the I, I was talking to somebody about it today. The only like sequel movie that was just like as good or better than the original in my mind was Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Dude, still haven't seen that movie. Yeah, good. so fucking good. Yeah. Really good. You should check it out. I just showed JD them in reverse, and he has no idea which one he likes better. Oh, twenty forty nine. Watch twenty forty nine. And he was like, oh, that's really cool. And then we went and watched uh, the director's cut of Blade Runner, which has no narration. Yeah. And he was like, 
this movie's really slow while we're watching it. And I was like, yeah, this is the one that doesn't have any narration. There's the one that has Harrison Ford talking. But he's totally fucking phoning it in, he's the narration totally one. It. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, Harrison Ford came in, they like, the, uh, you know, execs or whatever. Like, nobody's gonna get this movie. Yeah, they're like, we need to make it more noir. Bring in Harrison Ford, he'll do a voiceover narration. And Harrison Ford didn't want to do okay. it, so he's like... I'm Deckard. I'm a Blade Runner, a Blade and he's just like Runner. fucking. Uh, I think there's care. three or four different versions of the first Blade Runner. There's a lot, and it's lot. like there's one that's really good, yeah. And there's a couple that are like, eh, is not the that great. director's cut the one with the unicorn, and it leads you to think that someone is a replicant heavily. I can't remember. Uh, the unicorn I, I, is in that one, the origami unicorn. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think we're going to spoil Blade Runner. It's thirty years old at this, this point true. in time. Yeah, but we're that whole Deckard is a replicant like theory. Mm -hmm. There's some people who just like that's one of the most important theories in like cinema history for some people. It's it's yeah. I don't I don't doesn't matter that much to me. It doesn't, and they addressed it in the movie. They, I, I think they kind of like side addressed it because he had, Deckard is a dog in 2049. He's like. Is it a replicant? And he's like, I don't know. Ask him. Like, it, they just like didn't talk about whether Deckard was a. So I haven't seen any of but, the Blade Runner movies. Uh huh. Uh, is that necessary to watch before the twenty forty nine one? Like you said, he showed JD twenty forty nine and oh, the first beforehand. one. There's this. Okay. It's really interesting because it's like they did a great job though of like it's almost like they hit the pause button thirty years ago and then just hit unpause mm -hmm. because they they maintained all the aesthetics. I've always said that people's version. Of the future, the vision they have for what the future is going to be like is always based in the technology of now. That's like in the fifties, whenever they talked about the future, it was all about how you were going to get your newspaper, you know. And now, you know, then turns out it doesn't matter, you know, because yeah. you know, you know, the commercial, you're going to get a fax on your the beach. Your robot dog will collect your newspaper. Exactly right, <laughs> and uh, or it'll teleport in. The newspaper will teleport into your house. And uh, back then, in the eighties. You know, advertising TV, cars, flying cars, like those <clears> things were important. Like they didn't. The technology of even a flat screen, no one could figure out our screens were going to get flat. Yeah. Untouchable. Yeah. I, I think it, you, might, everywhere. you yeah. might get more out of it if you watch the original movie first yeah. and then 2049 just because okay. um, there is a little bit of crossover. Yeah. But I think if you watch 2049 first, you're totally fine. Okay, cool. They're Do both equally my favorite movie. Wow. Uh, they're, they're, they're really good. And you'll have about 20 minutes of that movie, you're like... Monty would love this. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. There's like, there's especially like a scene towards the end that's like, he loved that scene. He loved mm -hmm. it, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, I uh, I wanted to talk about one more thing about Deadpool 2 is I, since I finally saw it, I really liked the Domino character. Great yes. character. Yeah. The idea of a beats. character who. I thought that was the coolest idea for a superhero. Yeah, it's all luck. And then I thought all of her fight sequences were really well done. Or it's it's not like narrowly escaping everything, right? Just kind of like yeah, just like going, your, going with it. I like your character design too, mm -hmm. like how they incorporated the eye makeup as just part of her. I thought that was really cool. I feel well, like that, that would was, be the most useful superhero mm. power. Good luck. Yeah. The uh, the fan base like freaked the hell out because they think Domino's originally white and she yeah. has a black mark around her eye, but then they flipped it and I thought yeah, I thought she killed it in that role. Yeah. I think they're coming back. They're not going to do a Deadpool three. I think they're going uh, X Force as mm. a sequel. And isn't she? She just got cast in another Joker. Joker. Oh, that in that film, yeah, that's, that's right. Pretty good, dude. Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yep. Joaquin <laughs> Leaf. I call him Leaf. I'm old school. I. The only thing that I'm bummed about on that one, it does like look cool with all the photos and stuff like that. Is just I know that Batman's not going to be in it, and I, I like Batman. So why isn't Batman in it? Because it's like a prequel for Joker. Oh, it's just all about Joker. Makes sense. I will say this about the Joker: is that it seems like there's every. 
probably 10 years or so, there's like a seminal performance. Like, you're never going to beat this Joker, so don't try. Heath Ledger did an amazing one. But Jack Nicholson, for years, nobody wanted to play Joker because he did such a fucking amazing job as Joker. Mm. But as kind of like a totally different character, you know? He was almost like the Cesar Romero-style yeah. Joker. And so Joaquin Phoenix has very big shoes to fill. I never saw the Jared Leto one, so I can't comment on it. But Heath Ledger? Uh, what about Heath Ledger? Yeah, I was saying Heath Ledger, yeah, uh, yeah. after Jack Nicholson. And uh, I remember when he, they cast Heath Ledger, people were like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. They cast that He's guy incredible. to play the Joker? He's going to follow Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Did you see that? Such an amazing performance. David yeah. Ayer admitted he probably took the Joker too far with the damaged forehead tattoo. Oh, really? You think? Yeah. Nah. Well, He's what are you going to do? using Brand X. I, you know, I'm, it's very good. Joker's a weird character with me. He's 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 a clown, right? And if you like, if you're going in like this is an evil clown, it's like this big super genius who wears clown makeup. It's if like if you're going to suspend that disbelief, just go ahead and roll with the rest of it too. You know, it's yeah. like the character on paper doesn't really work to me, but when I see the character on screen, I'm like, oh, this fucking guy's a lunatic. Have you guys seen American Vandal season two yet? No, man. You I haven't seen any of them, right? I, don't even I saw like the first two episodes of the first one. Okay, I started watching the first one. Okay. I haven't gotten I love mockumentaries too. I, I worry about you guys watching the second one because it's all about poop. And you worry like, about us? <laughs> I worry about their gag reflex, specifically oh. Bernie and Gavin. Oh, yeah. Um, so just as a fair warning, don't be eating anything of brown in color for the first couple episodes. I think next up for me is Maniac. That's the next thing I'm gonna watch. I hear people talking about that a lot. Just watch Jack Ryan. Is that good? I loved it while I was watching it. When I was done, I was like, eh. Started to pick it apart in my mm. head. I, I, I read like all of those Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy books when I was like in middle school and high school. I'd be curious to see how that how that is. What's the guy? Leif Schreiber played him in Some of All Fears. I think we we're talking about him at lunch. Oh yeah, he's, he's the um, other guy that sees like the military dude. Yeah, that guy. I don't know. Salt. Nope. Well, no, he's uh, he's gonna. He, I think that's what Michael B. Jordan got cast as in the Rainbow Six movie or whatever. Is this other character? He's in all the the Clancy like some of all fears and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think Willem Dafoe played him in uh, Clear and Present Danger. I don't know. I like the Ryan verse. So you don't think Jack Ryan <laughs> lost me entirely? No, I like John Krasinski's great. Yeah, it, you know, and uh, just the character itself is kind of like I don't know. It's like he's good at everything. Smart fight, you know. John Krasinski got got everything. What did I say? No, I'm just yeah asking. I just. I can't he's not. Good he's a good looking dude. John Clark. Yeah, but like he, he's not like a badass to me. John Krasinski as an actor. Go like see him in that uh, Quiet Place. 11th Hour? Or oh. 13th, 13th, 13th Hour? hour. What is it? Is, yeah. is yeah. it because he was in The has Office? Is that Benghazi movie? I think yeah. it's a yeah. lot of it is because he was in The Office and the kind of character he played. Yeah. But just like, I don't know, his his physique and the way he conducts himself and especially like his face. He's pretty ripped and he has kind of like a silly face. I think it's more of the face that kind of makes yeah, it I think, hard to... I think oh. it's, it's a lot left over from The Office. I think yeah. he's just yeah. so known for well, that. That show went on for fucking ever. That show was like nine seasons? I think so. Yeah? It went a long time. Something like that? Eight still, or nine? It went like two seasons after still Michael really Scott left. Two or three. That's fucking crazy. Remember Will Ferrell came in then James Spader? Got some pretty big names coming. I know. Like yeah. Ultron. And Kathy Bates in. as well. Yeah. She's in and out for a yeah. while. Didn't Idris Elba have an appearance? He on was there? in one episode. Yeah, I feel like everybody one just kind of like episodes. flew in. Yeah, to the office. What would be your dream? He was a lawyer, I think. What would be your dream television show to like have a guest appearance in? You already kind of were in. <laughs> I was just about to say, Always Sunny, Game yeah. of Thrones. Oh yeah, I'd want to be in Game of Thrones. You get killed. Are we in the same? Are we all owned by the same parent company now? Can we make yeah. that happen? HBO. Can I be on Game family? of Thrones? Can I be, put me on Game of Thrones. That's not the way that works at all. I want, I want to be. 
I want to be a main character with lots of screen time, yeah. <laughs> with lots of lines. What would yours be? Write me in. I mean, it's it's way over at this point, but my favorite sitcom growing up was Friends. Uh, so yeah. like to be in an episode of Friends, fucking, I would shit my pants. I would be, I'd want to be in Westworld, and I just Ooh. want to be a naked dude in the background. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. just go. You could probably get that. Just, just, just a standing still naked dude? Yeah. Dude, we could start a campaign. Let's get Blake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's start one of those change.org things. But if, if, if Squarespace was a, uh, a sponsor this week, I'd say let's get uh, get BlaineNaked.com. Yeah. Someone's probably buying that right now. That probably already exists. That's Maybe. why I dropped the hint. <laughs> we should do a we should do a petition. For, like, see, if we get it. We to go should do a petition. Global. <laughs> You're right. You're we right. Petition the pe- whoever's running the simulation <laughs> that we all live in. Like, just at random, allow ten percent of us to fly. That's it. Ooh. That's the petition. And if everybody signs it, would you sign the petition knowing there's a 90% chance that you wouldn't fly? There's no downside. Yeah. yeah, you're in a world where people are flying and you're not one of them. I think, well, the... Huh? Then you can get, you can get lift. Hey, 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 I gotta go uh, up to Round Rock. The traffic's really bad. Can you uh, take me up there? I can't lift you. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Yeah, I know, all of a sudden you get super strength with your flight. Like, no, no, I'll just, I'll be throwing a saddle on my back. I'll just, I'll just, like, right on your back. I would, I would fly you... Only if we re- rehearse the whole like uh, Superman and Lois Lane scene from the. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Aladdin. No, no, no. Like no. A, we have to sing a whole new world the whole time. The one where Lois Lane starts singing, po- doing poetry while she's flying with Superman. She's like, oh, God. I don't know. No singing. He does the thing though where he just holds your hand like this. Yeah. And she can fly as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's just super fucking strong, I guess. I don't know. But she would what have to be able to doing? hold herself out with no, one he's arm. Just, he's just really strong. She's a fucking ring gymnast. <laughs> what is yeah. she doing? Hold she's got crazy arm. shoulder strength. Well, it's the same way planes can fly, right? She's holding but she her doesn't have out, wings. So... She has arms. <laughs> <laughs> what are wings essentially, right? What if you jump off a building, you can hold your arms out they're and just, you can fly? They're just plane <laughs> arms. Every, all humans are gliders. You just have to try hard. You have to hold your arms out. Yeah. <laughs> like Barb, if you stepped off the stage and I just held my hand out, you couldn't hold we yourself. Fly. Out. You couldn't hold yourself out with one arm. Be fucking impossible. Yeah, but they're in the air. The wind currents are going everywhere. It was a fucking, uh, you know, science. <laughs> it's all <laughs> Superman two got uh, Superman two gets a lot of credit for being the best one in that series because it had the people from the Phantom Zone, was, General Zod. Oh right, yeah. Terrence Stamp mm-hmm. played General Zod, and uh, I don't know. The end of that movie gets really fucking weird with Superman's powers. Like he pulls the S off his chest. Do you oh, and he throws it like a, like, <laughs> like a big a net. Net, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he the starts. Du- I mean, starts making duplicates of himself. Like all of a sudden, all these Superman powers. Just come out of fucking nowhere. Is that the one where he stops or he reverses time? That's the first one. That's well, great because if you think of the implications of a, of Superman stopping Earth for a moment and then spinning it backwards, would we all die? Probably. Oh, yeah, if you stop the Earth, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd all go flying off in a direction. <laughs> I read it. There was a really in-depth question on Reddit. It was, well, the question wasn't in-depth. The question was stupid, but the answer was in-depth. <laughs> and it was like, if the Earth stopped, would we all fly off into space? And the, the person like literally broke down what is escape velocity and what would it take to actually leave the Earth's gravity? Yeah, and the force that you have and everything is like no fucking way. You're it not, takes a lot to. You're leave not Earth's going gravity. into space. You're gonna go flying, but you're not gonna go into space. You might go like in a big arc and then come back down and hit the Earth from like ten thousand feet or something like that, but you're not making it out. Yeah, it's Damn. a crazy amount of force or. Acceleration you need in order to escape Earth's gravity. You know what else I, I heard? Which I, I I don't know why I, I had never heard this before. That getting something to the sun is ridiculously difficult. I read that recently too. Like I would think you just like push it in the direction of the sun, and the sun will do the rest. This is just push. It everything sucks away. it in, but nope. The 
rotational and the, the gravity well around the sun, it makes it super hard to get to the sun yeah. from from launching it from Earth. How do we change the light bulb though? What's that inside the sun? <laughs> What's the movie? Is it bright or sun? I can't remember. The one sunshine. Solaris. Sunshine. Yeah. No, I think it's sunshine where they yeah. have to go restart the sun. I like I like sci-fi movies like it's that. I wish they made more like that. You try turning it on and turning it off and turning it on again. <laughs> Like, like the one like where they click, drill click, down because the earth, the core, where the earth's gonna stop because the core stopped. They drill, they drill to the core and they gotta start it back up they with a bomb. They just put a bomb in the middle of the earth and that fixes everything. Yeah. And just pour some gasoline on it. It'll, yeah. it'll start it back up. Yeah, that's how it works. Remember the core? Have you seen the core? No, I never saw it's it. Like the, I remember it, but I never saw it. Core of the earth just says, eh, I'm done. I'm stopping. I was looking into, uh, <laughs> is it uh, Antip? Antipode or something. Yeah, it's basically polar opposites yeah. of the Earth. Yeah. yeah, would it be cool or or like have any significance to you at all if you were on the exact opposite end of the world from somebody that you knew and like doing something simultaneous, like jumping up at the same time, like Did, you're on the phone? I, somebody's crazy. already done the best example of this. What's that? They ha- they both got a piece of bread and put it on the ground, so yeah. they made a, an Earth sandwich. And it's like I don't know what you could do that would be better than that. <laughs> You have a earth Put some sandwich. cheese on, make an earth and cheese sandwich. Ah. Do you think that's you the biggest a slice of cheese. little pickle? Is that the biggest sandwich ever made? That would have to be. That would have to be the biggest sandwich <laughs> the ever made. Sandwich the whole earth. Oh, yeah. So what if you that? sandwich the whole Yeah, universe. right? Yeah, that's I've right. heard of that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, you, you someone already did it and yeah. better. That just yeah. that just reminds me of that scene from Hell's Kitchen where uh Chef Ramsay puts two pieces of bread <laughs> on someone's head and <laughs> has them call themselves an idiot sandwich. <laughs> that's just got to be partially scripted, right? I'm sure. sure. Uh, yeah, I there's imagine. no way that she would have come up with that like on the spot. Like, like got what he was going yeah, for. Yeah, what are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. There's a cool video with. Oh, is it Frank made the Earth sandwich? Is it a cool. Is he Frank did that? Yeah, that's what Gamer three one four in chat is saying. Get the fuck out of here. Hmm. Say Frank, who is famous for being like one of the first viral stars on the internet, did stuff, and now he's like the guy behind everything at BuzzFeed. Oh. Say Frank's been around for fucking ever. He, we met him for the first time uh, at the Machinima Festival in 2003. They had an entry. I don't know if you were at that one. I was not. It was the first event that we did at the Lincoln Center, which is when they invited us back to do the big event for when they debuted season two at the Lincoln Center. But they had a Machinima night because it was like this new art form that people were talking about. And Say Frank made one with uh, Paul Marino. Mm. He made a thing. So back he's, when, he's touched a little bit of everything, man. Back when Machinima was art. I'm a big fan of Say Frank. He had this thing called The Show. Sounds familiar. It's called The Show. It was a vlog, like a show. Mm. And it had a, every every day for a year, he did a this thing. And then he, he had a really cool business model that he kind of discovered like three months before the end where he didn't have ads on it, but people could just buy what they called candy. And they were like little rubber ducks. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, and they yeah. would be below the video frame. And then when you moused over it, it had a little message. So you could buy a message. But there were kind of like ads that any person could buy. And it was really cool. I thought it was a really cool business model. And man, you get to like the last 15, 20 videos as it was like winding down. It's a bunch of candy. Dude, so many of those ducks. So freaking many of those huh. ducks. That and the million dollar homepage kid. Smartest guy homepage. ever. Smartest kid ever. Fucker. Million dollar homepage? He had a, a homepage which was. It's still up. Is it? It has to be, right? That's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. It had like so many pixels. Like it was. It had a million. Had a million pixels. Yeah. And you could buy a pixel on the million dollar homepage for a dollar. That was the whole premise. Wow. That's fucking and brilliant. Did yeah. he make oh, yeah. a million? There it is. Yeah. He made a million dollars. He sold. Oh, my God. Oh, there it is. Right there. There. Yeah. 
So then people are buying like so, multiple pixels. Some of these were significant. Some of these were like, look at that red one with the green and the blue and yellow yeah. squares. That's, that's, that's like that's for it's for websites. Two thousand yeah. probably. Yeah, there's like probably like golden casinos in there. Yep, up on the top left. Right, how many of those are just random pixels? I wonder. Why has no one else done this? I think other people have tried to do it since then. Why haven't we tried to do it? And you can link it if you got up to. If you got if you got a certain amount of square footage, then you could also put a link. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, a brilliant idea. So a lot of living. He was a young kid too. I think he did it to pay for college. Yep. Wow. I don't know what college costs a million dollars? Well, now I mean, college you don't have to go to. Exactly right. <laughs> I can go to the college of fuck you. I'm not going. I got a million bucks. Yep. That's what I would do. I remember I was setting up a bank account for my college tuition, like in college stuff, like student loans that I was going to be getting, and. I came in and then the guy was like, yeah, I just had a client just before you who won the lottery. And I was like, cool. Thanks for letting oh me know that. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. He, 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 Thanks he for was, making me feel shitty. Yeah. He was like, situation. yeah, his college is completely paid for. So anything. Anyways, <laughs> he won so the you're going to be madly yeah. in yeah. debt. Did, did you see that story that uh, Rice University cool. is making uh, free is offering free university now? How? Why? To, to middle-income students. Yes. What is that? middle-income? They income? were very broad uh, in the definition. Let me look it up real fast. University. Broad in a way that it's like a lot, a of, lot people of people can, can qualify for it. So middle that's cool. and low-income or just middle-income? Oh, low-income sure as well. Okay. Part, part of my reaction was like, oh, that's bullshit. And then the other half's like, no, like, we should do that because so no one should be subjected to Families it. that earn less yeah. than $130,000 a year. That's oh, middle-income? 130 k Mm-hmm. Wow. Families. Uh, so families that earn $130,000 or less, uh, students with families uh, income of $65,000 or less will receive free tuition plus grants covering the full cost of room, board, and fees. Damn. That's two people making seventy k a year, sixty-five k a yeah. year each. Uh, that's yeah. starting fall 2019. And that's middle. Good for them. That's, that's middle. Awesome. I, so I tweeted about it <laughs> like last week or whenever, I guess whenever they the announced top it. Of middle, and I had, <laughs> I had a couple of replies that were just infuriating. One was, as long as the government doesn't have to pay for it. And then the other one was, uh, what was the other reply? There's another reply that really, that really missed the mark on it. Shit, I got to think of, I got, what was it? You just look it up. I, I'll look it up. But it's just like people like, even when it's something like free college. Oh, no, the other reply was, it's not actually free. It's covered by grants. I hate that. Like, Semantics. What do you want? Like, still, so, yeah. Someone's going to go to college and not have to pay for Where do you want to go? Yeah. Someone <laughs> who might not have <laughs> been able to go to college before now gets to go to college. Yeah, it's like it's it. super admirable. And I think uh, yeah. that's fucking that's great. awesome. I, I've been noticing a lot of my friends have been doing this and I had like data limitations because I was traveling. I got off of Twitter for a bit and it was real nice. I have yeah. had trouble posting on Twitter lately. I just don't. I'm like down to like once every seven days at this point. There's like a bunch of fucking assholes on Twitter. There's a bunch of fucking assholes on Twitter. I think also in the world. Yeah, that's true. And Twitter just, internet, a lot of just highlights a lot of, a lot of negativity. Anonymity really helps with that. It's like, I definitely see the people who are like, no real name, no real photo. No, who no like, picture. I want to fight, you know, I'm going to fight you online. Like, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. There really is something to do is something gets more popular. It reaches like a certain critical mass. And then it's just like, everybody gets on board. And then it's like, oh, this kind of sucks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, Reddit was like that too. I feel like, you know, it was like this kind of like thing that took over for Dig. And Dig was kind of this niche thing, and now it's just kind of like the forum for the entire internet. Even on the front page of Reddit, it calls itself the front page of the internet. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking very arrogant title to call your own company the front page of the internet. Fuck you. Million dollar homepage. <laughs> That's what it's <basically laughs> there. But uh, yeah, but now it's just like, I, I read Reddit threads, and it's, 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 I sometimes it can't even make sense of what fucking people are trying to say. You know? Yeah. And they get fucking really mad at each other and argue semantics. And it's just, uh, 
it's too much. I've been switching over to Instagram because you can like delete comments, which is nice. So if you have an asshole in there, you can just oh, boop. Yeah. Oh, you can delete somebody's response. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then you're acknowledging them. Well, and then block them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll yeah. just be like, well, I don't. You, you, yeah. What do they say? What do you get? What's the asshole comment you get? Uh, yeah, for me, it might differ for other people, but I don't know. It's just like any shitty thing about my body or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I'll just be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so fucking tired of. No, I'm not, I'm not even going to say it, never mind. Because then it's just going to invite a whole bunch of people. You know, you know reap the whirlwind, right? Yeah, it's, like, no. it's almost like if people know it bothers you, they'll... Oh, yeah, definitely. Pick don't ever let that happen. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just tired. It's like, I, I give my opinion. I feel like I, I can get fairly opinionated. I give my opinion, but it's like, you know my name, you know my face. And it's like, yeah. people come after me, like, anonymously. You know, it's like, yeah, you can say your opinion all you want, but if you're not going to put up, you know, you're not going to put your face on it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I stand I by that. what I say on the internet. You know, like, you know who, who is saying it. Yeah. It's not a, a, a faceless egg or whatever the fuck the default profile avatar is now. No, well, maybe you come out from behind that cushy VPN you've got going on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not stealing my ones and zeros. <laughs> then maybe we'll see how brave you are <laughs> the protection of your VPN. Did you, there was a, so talking about rice, when we think about Houston, um, think about food. I saw a, a <laughs> crazy headline uh, over the weekend where I guess the first robot sex brothel in the United States is opening up in Houston. That's game changer. Sweet. That's game changer. I, I suspected it would have been in Vegas if anybody. Wait, wait. Ro sex robot brothel. Yeah. So what is that? What's a sex robot? It's a robot what? you can fuck. <laughs> so, like, but, but is it like a real doll kind of situation? I think it's yeah. like or a like real doll kind of more. Thing. Like just uh, apparently there's pits of metal. They say there's uh there's versions with AI uh, that can that. like respond to you. You know what that question? Yeah. If it was you are the uh, you are christening the sex bot with your champagne bottle of cum. Uh, it is the first time that this thing will have had contact with a penis. Do you have sex with it? That sounds like a question we should ask the audience. Oh, do we have? Oh God! Oh, we got gonna get back? really would, weird. If you <laughs> would you have sex with a robot? Would you have sex with a robot? Go to roosterteeth.com/slash/play. An unintelligent, an unintelligent robot, a machine. Because like, well, right? We get into. I get into this talk. I think it was a lot of like uh, Westworld. Is yeah. that cheating? <laughs> What's the robot? Yeah, yeah roosterteeth. Like like What's the robot icon? I mean, I don't have sex with that robot. I'm, I'm just glad they didn't use Gork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gore could have been a good Lots choice. Of nose. A lot of nose. I think I would do it. No. I think I would do it. Oh my it. god, the yeses are catching up. Yeah, but most of these people wouldn't have sex with a human either. So <laughs> it's just like, they might be going with track record. Uh, uh, Humans are gross. I'm an incel robot. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh... What's tight? Name a fictional <laughs> robot that you would have sex with. Oh, what's the, the maid from Jetsons? <laughs> Rosie? <laughs> Rosie. You know, I quick not to, not to get off the gear, but I watched the Forbidden Planet, um, the Forbidden the Planet, one with, yeah, the yeah. new one they made for Netflix. Oh, Lost Lost in Space. Is lost in Space. Forbidden Planet? Okay, Lost yeah. Space. Lost. This was the confusion I have. I didn't know the Lost in Space robot. I thought that was Robbie the robot. They Robbie know. the robot's a totally different robot. Yeah, I had two iconic robots confused as, as I think one. that's common. Is it? Yeah, I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. You know who I would have sex like with? Danger Will Robinson. Mm -hmm. I thought that was what Robbie the robot said. From Interstellar, Tars. Just Dude. a big... Oh, Tars is dope. He's sexy-ass voice, too. Yeah. You, could turn, you could turn his comedy up? Yeah. Oh, uh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, what are we at? That's 61%. Yeah, I, 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 I would do it. I'd fuck a Terminator. There's a like lot going on here, though. In good shape. Yeah. But what, how so? 
Well, it's a robot and it's a brothel. So you got to like cross the line of would you have sex in a brothel with a rabbit? Rabbit. Rabbit. With a rabbit. And also, would you pay for sex? Those are two. Those are two distinct issues. How successful do you think these things are going to be? Because like you're not. It's cheating. sex for money. It's going to be very successful. Yeah. How successful are drugs for money going to be? Right, I, think we, I think we can close the poll. So do Thanks for voting, everyone. Thanks for voting, fucking sickos. Wow. You're now being tracked by the FBI. You'll <laughs> be visiting you on a VPN. I hope, hope you're protecting so your there... data so nobody knows whether or not you'd fuck a robot. Is there you're someone pervert. at this brothel? <laughs> we turned on you. Is there someone <laughs> at this brothel whose job is to clean the robot? There's got to be, right? <laughs> they're done. Unless... The robots clean themselves. It... No, they don't. I mean, they could. I bet I bet they'll have some sort of lining that changes out, so they have like a new lining, like shedding skin. And then they have to like disinfect. Guys, there's sex dolls now. Yeah, yeah, but you're sharing this one. Oh, I mean, they're probably the bit, right? The bit you use, you can I, just what, change it out. I mean, probably all the bits that you use. I bet when you're like walking out of the yeah. room, it's like thank you, and it's just like <laughs> it's just excreting everything it just gained from the encounter. Oh God. I feel like their website's not loading. Okay, I can't, I can't like, look up more information. I feel like male sex bots are easier to design than female sex bots, but I feel like female sex bots are higher in demand. I feel like it's probably easier to use a female sex bot. Is easier to use one? Yeah, it's a little more dangerous with a male one. Maybe like a jackhammer. Yeah, because then it's like you have to like place it inside you first, and then be like, "All right, go." To like slowly ramp it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That does sound a little scary. I you know, I mean, it's like a step up from a vibrator, though. I mean, right? I mean, people have been using machines for sex for a long time. Is it just the, like, genitals that it's doing? Or can you, like, have, like, modes where it's, like... Like, what? Yeah. what are you doing? What, what, what is, <laughs> it's, it's, do, we, know, do we need to get Alana on here? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I wonder what a robot tongue would be made out of. I don't know. Uh, they have, uh... They have, like, Polymers. Uh, they have a, those, uh, what's it called? What's it called? The Sil- flashlights. Oh, silicone? Yeah, they have mouth flashlights. They have like a silicone tongue in it. So, oh, do you think you'll so? be able to like fuck the I Hall feel of like Presidents I've seen that before. someday? Oh, God. Fuck what? The Hall of Presidents, you know, like the Disney robots. Do you think that they'll make them like that good? Or like, are those good? <laughs> they're not very good. What the hell are you talking about? The they're like presidents. shitty robots. No, they're all right. Well, looking. they have, they have from some, a distance. They have those mask You don't fuck now. from a distance, dude. <laughs> You get right up on that. Maybe not for you. <laughs> you see these icons? Oh, baby. What? These like super realistic masks. Yeah. They have like the. I've seen some Trump ones. Yeah, the Trump. There's a mm. Putin and there's a uh, Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they all like all hang. Yeah, out and together. they look scarily realistic. And without even ever having to change their expression, you yeah. know, because they're masks, but they look very realistic. They do some with babies as well. I've seen those. Uh, the uh, baby one. Yeah, I've seen that too. By the way, in my three hours visiting the Moscow airport, as soon as I walked in the first gift shop, Russian nesting dolls of <laughs> Trump and like. Baron Trump and oh all my this. gosh, it was, it was pretty funny. Really, they like Trump over there? Yeah, they oh. they embrace like all the Soviet Union stuff. They had a bunch of like hammer and sickle. Even Aerofloat oh. had. Why would they be weird? The airport there. I was like Why three and a half, four hours somewhere around there. Mm. Didn't connect to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Why would it be weird to have a hammer and sickle when you're in Russia? Well, I, it just surprised me, and I guess like the best I can equate it to, it, uh, like in America, would be like the Confederate flag, because it was like a remnant of the old days. Maybe. Which I would say a lot of people, would you be shocked to see the Confederate flag? Whether or not you agree with it, it wouldn't be shocking for you to see it somewhere, I mean, right? In the South, like this day and age, a little bit more. Little bit I more. think it's a more surprising to see it, but yeah, back it's in the day, I used to see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still shocked that 
that flag gets flown. It was like an insurrection movement against the government we live in now. Yeah. Like, just, like all other politics aside, just looking at it from a war perspective, it's a it's an enemy combatant we fought against who even it was our own people. But it's an uprising that got quashed. It is, yeah. Civil wars are also kind of weird too, because you gotta all live together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like we want to be our own country. It's like, no, all right. Then now we're in the same country and we all hate each other. So I think there's a lot of like play placating and compromising that takes place. Yeah, but for like 150 years. I know it's a long time. It just gets well. That then then it becomes institution institutional, right? Yeah. So yeah. So can't talk today. I'm slurring. Maybe talk I have a stroke. stroke. We had a, we had an Please early don't. start Talk today. Talk to me, Roberts. <laughs> yeah, we started at eight a.m. today. Yeah. Like a normal, yeah. like a real job, dude. My yeah. I am I am so fucking uh, twelve hour days, long day. It's a long day. Jet lagged though, that I'm like totally working it to my advantage. I woke up at like six a.m. I've been this waking morning. up early, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I hope I can keep this yeah. early morning thing. Do it. Like working out in the morning, I have the whole rest of the day to go watch yeah. Studio Ghibli movies or whatever. It's what pretty you awesome. Know? Is that right? No, just like this weekend, because Trevor and I also got back from London on Thursday afternoon, and like we've been waking up naturally at like seven thirty, eight a.m. every day, which I know is like very average, but to like especially on the weekend, it's not typical. But it feels good because then you feel so productive and like you get a lot done early in the morning, and then have the afternoon to do more shit. I realize life takes Gavin on Saturday mornings because Meg's asleep and Ash is asleep, (laughs) so I know Gavin's awake like nine in the morning. Gavin's early early starter. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yep. Well, I don't think he's that early. It's not it's so much that he's average. early, it's that Megan Ashley sleep late, late on the weekends, yeah. I can't sleep late anymore, I just feel like it's such a waste. Yeah. Did you see uh, Totoro's getting re-released to the theater for 30th anniversary? Is that the I big rabbit with the yes, brown thing? it yeah, is okay. the big rabbit with the brown thing. He's the Ghibli logo. Uh, no, but I do have a box of Blu-rays. I went to the Ghibli Museum while I was in Japan and like instantly on the spot bought all the Blu-rays. Mm. On, on, was, on, that, was that your first time in Japan? Yes. How was it? It was really, it was really fun. I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like I've been talking everybody's ear off about it. You kept Pokemon? Uh, I did. We actually had we went to the Pokemon centers. Had a really fun interaction. There what the was fuck this, is that? Like, is that like a? It's just like it's just like a it's like a Disney store, but for Pokemon. Uh, there's just like nonstop Pokemon merch. But I was walking out, and this guy spotted me, and he's like, "Oh, American?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Do you want to trade?" And I was like, "Oh, hell yeah!" And we started trading exclusive, yeah. like region exclusives. Are and there he, more than Farfetch'd? They have there? Farfetch'd, and I think like some bug Pokemon that's music related. But he was like, he wanted Tauros, and yeah. he wanted uh, Mr. Mime. Mm, no, but I, did, I, kept, I caught a Mr. Mime in Russia. That was the only thing that I I caught a Mr. Mime. We were in London. That yeah. thing is fucking creepy, dude. It's also hard to find. I didn't see any when I was in England. Yeah. But it was, it was a really cool moment, though. This, this guy and I, like, didn't even speak the same language, never met each other. We're bonding over this stupid app. How, how could he tell you weren't from Japan? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how. Uh, that should... must have been an amazing trip, by the way. Yeah, it was you haven't fun. talked the, the audience's ear off about it. Yeah, just my friends. Uh, I did. I'm I did... just trying to encourage you to talk about it. Oh, okay. I, I, well, <laughs> did you go to, like, a hot spring? Uh, yeah, I went in Hakone. That was a lot of fun. You said that so aggressively. Just trying to get in there. Go to hot spring. Hot, hot spring. <laughs> my well, my, did he? my favorite story that I did while I was there. It regard it's it's related to Gus. I did like the most video game side quest thing imaginable. Oh, is that your fucking robot? <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, so Gus told me I was like out for it was like drinks when we were doing the rap party for your vlog forever ago, Bernie. And um, I was talking to Esther and Gus, and Gus was telling me about this phone booth in Japan that I think you had your first phone call with Esther on mm-hmm. it. Um, and you like even what? said that, yeah, like he, apparently they had some, God, I can't remember the story, like you had just moved there. What That's, is that? Yeah, 
That's the the payphone in uh, in Tokyo. So oh. the the rel- yeah. So, so that, that, was, that was obviously I, I revisited it years later. This okay, so right. that's not you in the moment. No. no so Esther and Gus went back to that same spot to see if the phone booth you was there. You look like you're listening to voicemail there. <laughs> it does. And, and like lack of emotion. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all right. So uh, while I was there, I texted Gus and was like, "Hey, where did where was this phone booth?" And like, text me a picture of it. So then when I went there, I like went to this hotel. Just to find it, and I found the same. Oh, that's group. awesome! Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's great. And I sent the photos to Gus, just like he didn't ask for them, but I was like, "Hey, here you go, bud." It's just so weird, like Did years later Esther? to revisit that space. Yeah. yeah. Did you call Esther? I didn't call Esther. <laughs> have you ever called Esther before? No. So it would have been your first phone call to Esther. What? Why not make oh. it international and pay like five Sorry. bucks a minute? <laughs> I just made I just made your story worse. Sorry. About that. I gotta go back. <laughs> now you gotta go back and call Esther. Everyone should go to that phone and call Esther for the first time. I don't think I've ever spoken to Esther on the phone. I don't know how that would have happened. Well, I wrote her uh, her phone number on the, on the bottom of it, so if anybody wants to. Yeah, people could just go to that one. It's cool. You gotta go, just find the green phone in Tokyo. Didn't so- you uh, f- try to find a gym when you were in Japan that you had to like take a bus to Pokemon gym? No, like, no, an, like actual an, an actual gym. gym. Yeah, they're really strict about it. They don't. They want you to bring like outside shoes. They don't like tattoos. No tattoos, man. But uh, yeah, I found a Gold's gym that was like downtown. Do you have tattoos? Downtown Tokyo? Yeah. Is Tokyo? Wait, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean downtown? That's a weird... To- yeah, I guess downtown Tokyo? It was a, it was right, right next to Tokyo Station. Is that not considered downtown? I don't know. I've just never heard anyone refer to... It's a city, a part right? of Tokyo is downtown. Yeah. But it's I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But downtown. It's tall buildings. It's a, yeah, quantum Tokyo. Downtown. downtown Tokyo. Oh, shit. Well, anyways, I found a gold gym there and it worked out. And I left them a good Yelp review because they were very nice. Did very you? Nice. In English? Uh, yeah, because okay. that's how I found it. Some other guy was uh, like, hey, if you're foreign and you need a place to, to work out, here's the one. I, was like, cool. I imagine it would be really nice working out at a gym in Japan. Everyone is probably very polite. They uh, were. I was also the biggest guy there, which made me feel real good. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. So I stayed at the, uh, <laughs> I, I stayed at the, uh, hotel, uh, we had, Gavin and I had a layover of one night. So we got a room together at Ooh, the- romantic. Uh, nice. We got at the hotel from, um- Lost in Translation, the Bill Murray, Scarlett Johansson movie. Yeah. And, uh, is that in downtown? Super. It's downtown. Right in the middle of downtown. Super nice hotel. So much so that it was like the level of service was off-putting. We've talked about it before. Like we'd walk down the hallways and the, everyone would stop working. Mm-hmm. Like the housekeeping staff would stop. To and they would wait. Watch and, you? Yeah. And they would, or they would bow. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, would, they would stop what they were doing as you watch Buckman. You're like, please don't. Please continue. And then in the gym, like while I'm on the treadmill, someone was wiping down the treadmill. Like if I sweat a little bit and drops, and I'm like, please. Were they wiping your footsteps on the yeah, on I was the like, please, mat no, please, you? I can handle this. I'll wipe it down. I'll wipe down the equipment when I'm done. Jeez. Yeah. Like yeah. Little, I was so then I was so self conscious about like one drop of sweat hits the part of the treadmill that's not the moving track. It's like right on the side. Mm. And uh, th- suddenly someone's there and they're wiping and I'm like, oh my gosh, please, you're killing me. That's a lot of pressure because they're just watching you work out. A little bit. But you didn't, I didn't have any impression of that until that moment happened, yeah. you know? And all of a sudden, whoosh, they're just there. We we actually ran into a bunch of Rooster Teeth people who were out there. And it was great because they were like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? But my favorite interaction was we went to, I think it was like uh, Super Potato or something. It was like big, this big toy store. Um, kind of want a super potato now. And they have like multiple <laughs> floors, and, you know, like oh, this is the retro one. This is the model kits floor. This is like the the action figures floor. They had a like just sex figures, just like porn and like big boobied anime girl. That's cultural though. Thing. Nice. And we ran into a Rooster Teeth fan there, and we were all like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just. I mean, that's that's cultural. Like, it's weird where people draw lines. Yeah. You know. 
It was, like, the, I mean, it was the funniest interaction I think I've ever had with a, a community member because we're all just like, eh, porn. And it's just like, well, I mean, they were there too, right? So yeah. It's like you guys are all sharing this moment together. Like, Did you share uh, recommendations for sex porn toys? Yeah. Sex porn toys? Yeah. Sex porn toys. Bottom. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's our hangup. That's not there. So that's like. No, yeah. It's just different though. Mm -hmm. Like they blur pubic hair, right? What is it? Crotch area. Yeah. yeah. They blur yeah. it even in porn, yeah. even in full on porn. Which is they why hentai, like tentacle stuff, exists. Oh, oh it's a is that what it is? Yeah, it gets around that. So, is that what hentai means? Is tentacle specifically? Uh, no, hentai, no, I think no. it's just. It's more broad. But I gotta watch that. I've never seen that. Animation. Never seen that. You guys wanna watch one right now? Like as yeah. the podcast is done? Yeah, let's yeah. Pop, we'll pop one on. And then we'll pop one off. One off. <laughs> nice. Let's get a sex robot in here. Oh, yes, baby. Have you ever had a tentacle attachment on them? Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be human, right? Like, at that point, you can just go, like, Whatever you want once you have like a robot. I would yes. absolutely fuck a robot, by the way. I, I, like I don't think I made that clear before. Would be so <laughs> I would absolutely fuck a robot. Be so Why pointy. Not? What would you do to it? With consent. Okay. So well, if you're like, yeah, smart hey, birdie. Robot Listen, lady. I, I'm a big believer that artificial intelligence, once it comes around, it's like that'll be an issue. That'll be a thing. With Might consent. seem kind of weird for us to talk about it now, but absolutely will. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Do you think that'll be like the next big civil rights movements is robots? No, I've got a lot of stuff between them. We, we now need to fix then. human stuff yeah. first. Not true. There's a, there's, you know, it just seems it's crazy to me. Clones? That like every group has to go through it. It's like every group. It's a, it just doesn't matter. Any any disenfranchised uh category of person is just like we gotta we gotta figure out why these few people should be allowed to do what they want to do. I mean, haven't we done this like five thousand times already? We gotta work through the same process with every fucking group. Over and over. It's crazy. Or the right? same group. Again, oh, it's always the same again. group. It circles back around because like, right. we're busy working on other groups, and then it comes back around. So it's like, how about just everybody's mind their own business, have fun, and you know, yeah. do their best. There was a uh, a segment on last week tonight, last night, where they talked about Facebook and the spreading of like misinformation and hate speech via Facebook, and how like people in other countries can, or even here, I guess, like really latch onto it. And there's like real world consequences where like riots and people are getting injured or killed over like misinformation they read about on Facebook about a group of people. Wow. It's uh, it's great. Like the whole uh, thing in Myanmar with the Rohingya people uh, having the essentially genocide, getting forced out of the country because they're Muslims in a Buddhist country. It's like that all started because people were posting fake shit on, on really? the internet. Woof. Damn. And everybody's got access to it. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw a thing. In fact, they said, sorry, last thing. The mm. scary thing in that particular case in Myanmar they use the word Facebook and internet interchangeably. Oh, really? Huh. Hmm. Like us, Google and internet for a lot of people. Right. It's kind of interchangeable. Yeah, so it's like, it's 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 ingrained to that level. I Myanmar? Yeah. It'll always be Burma. Burma. I, <laughs> I hear about the subject matter for last week tonight, and I never understand how they're able to make it funny. Like, that show just fucking... Yeah, I mean, it's like depressing. Everything. Like, they'll tell a joke, and like, yeah, that's funny, but we just talked about, like, 750,000 people being displaced from their homes because of fake... Information on Facebook. I feel Facebook. a little guilty laughing right now. If you want to feel really depressed and laugh at the same time for 30 minutes every week, highly recommend last week tonight. But this, yeah, but also it's like super dark stuff can be great grounds for humor as well. Did you ever see the Nathan for you clip where he gets on this weird tangent with this guy and talks about drinking urine? You gotta. You no. I must have seen it because I've just seen look everything it up. in that show. Just look it up. What, what's his argument? It's one of the. It's the only. It's one of the only times that people claim that he that guy has br almost broken character or clearly broken character. Do you really? watch Nathan for you? Uh, I've seen I, an episode or two. Uh, yeah, same. God, that show is amazing. <laughs> I don't know how you make it he, through because you you have a hard time. With I have to pause it stuff. sometimes. Yeah. He uh, directed and wrote some of the um, 
Sasha Baron Cohen, the Who is America episodes. Oh, really? Ooh. Really? Yeah, he was involved with some of that. Is that stars? I haven't seen it. Sued. Showtime. I Somebody's suing him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was the guy who lost the Alabama senator, senator race. Yeah. I don't remember his name anymore. The one that was in the self defense thing where he's like yelling. No, no, no. The one who. Um, he he was playing the character with the pedophile detector, and it kept going off around him. Oh shit! That's funny. <laughs> I think their defense is we never called him a pedophile. The detector was just going off. It was buzzing. Sure. The thing the thing we established as an authority indicated that he was a pedophile. Yeah, yes, Jeff. No, god damn it! What's his name? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. The, Roy uh, Moore. Roy Moore. Uh, oh, I Roy Moore. I looked it up. Yeah, that's Roy Moore. That's who's suing him. Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that part of the article. We're just like, I'm just skimming headlines. I'm always so impressed with people who could just stick to a character like that, like Nathan for you. Even like the Mega 64 guys, they're yeah. so good at sticking to character and not breaking at all. Yeah, but that doesn't make the Mega 64 people good. Like, I, <laughs> I don't like any of them. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Eric's from Mega Oh, right. Hi, Eric. Okay, wow. bye, Eric. Checked <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. your seat. <laughs> Can I get your opinion on something? Yeah. Nope. Season traveler, since we're talking about Japan and travel and everything else. I mean, I just went around the world, so go Barb's ahead. Barb's always fucking traveling. There was one I point where you- I just hit Platinum Pro. You were- Nice. You were on the road, because we, we've done that. We've stepped up, like, all the promotions with the voice actresses from Ruby. Mm -hmm. There was a point in time where you, I think you went 12 weekends in a row or something? It was in the summer, I think between June and end of August- I think we did eight or nine conventions. Yeah, during it was that period, fucking insane. It was brutal because I would leave Thursday night, do the convention Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Sunday night, and then come back to work on Monday. Yep. And that would happen weekend after weekend. And after it was weekend. considered your weekend, but you were in another place working. Yeah. Wolf. I admit cons are fun, but cons are also they take away a lot of energy. They, it's, they, it's a lot of work. It's hard because you want to give all of yourself to everyone you meet mm -hmm. and give everyone like an experience of meeting. It's intense. A lot of each energy. Other and, and yeah. yeah and so, like, even if you're low energy for one person, I don't ever want to give someone that experience. So you always have to be, like, on That's top. a small part of your experience, but it's the entirety of their of experience. Their, yeah. yeah, it's, uh... Well, they're going to see Nathan Fillion after you, so... When, when we were at, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we had the Platinum Party at RTX London, and, you know, normally we go in, we meet up with everybody, we talk and stuff like that, but we have, like, this side area where, like, staff can go for food and stuff like that. And at this specific place we went to, they had three bowling lanes... And just for you guys? Just for us. And I remember walking in. We were all just kind of filing in, like, waiting to go out. And I suck at bowling, but I just immediately, like, picked up a bowling ball, rolled it, immediately rolled a strike. And I was like, that's not going to happen the rest <laughs> of the night. I turned around and went and started talking to people. Yeah, and and Jeremy, said, that's it? Yeah, yeah. And then Jeremy was like, oh. <laughs> you got to stay and play now. I, and well, I was surprised by the number of people that we work with who had never been bowling. Ever. Really? Like who? Who? Never been bowling? It was like a couple different people. Call them out, shame them. Yeah. Once they Reisinger had never been bowling. Hmm. No, really? I don't know. I can't remember. But there was people there that had never been bowling. Strange. Maybe I, it was I, Jeremy's first time bowling. Really? Maybe that's why he was so impressed. I mean, oh, it's Jeremy. Right I've now. heard I, uh, of these strikes. I hate bowling. So I what? played that Mario Kart I VR while I was it. there. Dude, I wish oh, I'd played that. Yeah, it looked really good. Was it fun? It was a lot of fun. You know, just looking around. It was, was. It was cool because like when you get the power ups, you have to grab at them with your arm, and then you hold on to them. And when you want to use them, you have to throw them at someone. Oh, nice. They also no, it was good. Like the green shell, you have to like aim. 
You have to, How like, do they out where they're going. like you're doing like this? You have hand trackers on. Okay, you have hand trackers. They also had a horror VR game, and I remember every now and then you just hear someone scream. Yeah, I remember that from last year. I guess it was in the same venue. I didn't get yeah. to go because I was I, taking advantage of the UK healthcare system. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah, Barb got sick. They, yeah. they told me that uh, if you like, I was up there when I was waiting for the Mario Kart thing. That some of the employees who were running that VR stuff. Mm. I guess they were like Rich Teeth fans, and one of them was like, "Hey, do you want to see what they're seeing in the VR in the horror VR thing?" Uh -huh. I said, "Yeah, like look, there's a little monitor hidden right here. You can see what they're all seeing." So I went over and peeked, and it was like you could see what was like, it? What they was were, it, like it was like a haunted house. Uh, what I saw was like there was like a guy walking around and like trying to find them and like picking them up and like Ugh. killing them and stuff. Like very like a saw, saw or like some horror movie kind of deal. Yeah, oh, I don't have many traditions, but one of my traditions on the internet is there's a website for a haunted house and other haunted houses have picked it up, where they post photos. You know, like around Splash oh, Mountain yeah. when you go down the hill. And they take a photo of you. Yeah. Like, ah. There's one where it's right at the end and there's a big scare. Something jumps out. Like, what do you think? Everything's over. And then mm. they snap a flash photography of people where they're scared. They're the best fucking images. Because it's like genuine fear. It's just like mouth agape. <laughs> exactly. It, Eyes wide open. Holding on to each other. People like grabbing each other's face. Yeah. <laughs> is know? it like a mechanized thing? Like the, the thing I don't even know what it is. Right I don't even know. I imagine it's mechanized because yeah. getting like a human reaction to that like would that Yeah. Oh my God. These are great. <laughs> Like the girl in the middle is the best. I was yeah. talking to Miles. He said he used to work at a uh, a haunted house. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And it's also dark. Yeah, it's completely dark when they snap the photo and they do hit him with a flash. Do they have any more of those? Oh, there, there's, there's a whole you get lost. Them. There's there's thousands. One, and every year they post. You know, this time of year, how to house to start back up again, so you, so you can just browse those. Constantly. I feel like I wouldn't want that picture of me to exist. I wouldn't want it either because that's like the <laughs> most vulnerable. Oh God. Yeah. Miles was telling me about how he worked at a haunted house, and he was like the jump scare in one of the rooms, and he said they scared a family, and the dad immediately put his child in front of him. Oh, oh my way. God. And he was like, "This is really awkward." That uh, killed uh, Martin Sheen's career campaign in the uh, Dead Zone. Remember that the old Stephen King movie, Christopher Walken? I don't remember that. No, yeah. I don't remember that movie. Uh, uh, spoiler. One time I went to a haunted house. I think like Universal Studios or something in in L.A. It was Jeff and I. We were there and we were just fucking around, and we were like the last. There was like a big group of people who go in at once, and we were the last people like, that they had let in. So we were at the very back of the group, and right in front of us was this group of Japanese tourists, mm -hmm. and uh, so like every now and then like someone will come up behind you and try to scare you. And they'd like see me and Je Jeff and I, and they'd like scare us, and we'd look at them, and, and then they would see like yeah. they would see the tourists up ahead, and they'd be they'd like push us aside or like get through us to like try to get to the tourists oh, and scare wow. them. And uh, one of the women became so hysterical that they had to carry her out, like they had to like exit the haunted house out of a side like private she exit. Just screaming a lot. Yeah, she just collapsed, and she just like Shit. couldn't handle it, and they had to like take her out. And then after oh we finished the whole haunted house, we came out, and she was there, like in the park, just like. White balling, yeah, oh and it's like God. she had broken down. Wow, like, that's fucking crazy. from a haunted house How at Universal she? Studios. She's probably in her twenties. Oh wow, okay, Shit, dude, damn, wow, yeah. It's like I can't, I, I can't believe, like it would affect you that much. You have the constitution for it. Yeah, yeah, like you would think if you get that scared and that affected by scary things, don't go to. You wouldn't go, yeah, a haunted house. Nah, somebody convincing her. To Unless go. yeah, you're pressured. That's the, same, that's the same trip where we were on the the tour. We were on that tram that takes you around Universal Studios. Yeah. And you know they take like you drive past like the Jaws thing and yeah. like, all, all the all the different attractions. And there's an in like in the tram there's like a little television with like a tour guide saying, "Oh, there's this happening and that happening." And every now and then, uh, it would seem like the mummy would flash on on the TV, and there was like a little boy sitting next to us who would start getting worried. He was there with his mother and go, "It's the mummy! It's the mummy!" <laughs> and the mom would be like, "No, no, it's okay. It's not. The look, look, it's fine. Look at the TV." And the little boy was like super freaked out, and every time like you'd see the mummy a little bit, she'd be like, "No, no, look, look, it's normal." And then, like, the ride breaks, 
And you have to, like, it's all scripted, of course. Yeah. And you have to go through, like, this other part of the oh, park you don't no, normally go to. And it was all themed mummy. <laughs> oh, no. And it was, like, scarab beetles and everything. And he he just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> he just kept screaming, not the mummy. <laughs> and the, the mother, at that point, she just gave up. She was like... Like she'd been trying to console him the whole time, and then they were just in Done. in the shit. Like, they like were that baby dinosaur from that show, Dinosaurs, where he's like, "Not the mama, not, not the, the mama, mama. <laughs> not the mommy, not the mommy." But how crazy is it that the kid in the you know two thousands could be scared of the mummy? You know, it's just like of all things, I hate scary I, movies. Yeah, but the mummy. But is I, like, I think all, like when you're a kid, you might have like that one thing that scares you. It's yeah. true. It's true. I was were, super scared of zombies. Were you? You, you said you were going to ask. Us I was going to ask you. Yeah. So I, I want a definitive answer on this. Okay. So we all, we all travel a lot. We all travel a lot, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna explain the situation. I'm gonna explain it calmly to you, and then we're all gonna get your opinion on it. Okay. So this is gonna make us. So angry. I'm leaving the hotel. I'm in a rush. It was it was a very long trek for me to get back to the airport. As you know, in London, if you take a cab, it takes two hours. Shut up with your. We'll talk take about your train. Thing Shut up with the train stuff. Mm-hmm. We took a train. We were fine. But it, it took us an hour and a half cab ride to get from London Heathrow to our. Hotel that yep. was infuriating. Then I went to a Halo event that night. Hour in the cab there, hour back. It was eight miles. Yeah, wow. Eight, eight wow. miles. We so moved eight miles an hour. Eight miles an hour. Eight miles an hour. We we, we did the same math. And uh, okay, it's very complex math. So I was nervous about getting back. I had to get back to London. I took a train to London. I was leaving from France, going through the Channel. What does that stand for? Channel Channel Tunnel. tunnel? Okay. We solved the mystery. That's like there was like a chud thing. <laughs> chubby it's tunnel. It's not the chuddle. <laughs> the chuddle. It's, it's the chubby tunnel. What does chud stand for? Uh, creature. Fuck. Can, is it cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers? Something like that. It's cannibalistic. It's old. It's, it's old like movie. a it's old movie. Urban. Okay. Yeah, I live in the sewers like mole people. Anyway, I didn't see any of those in the channel. Mole. So we're safe. The I was nervous about doing it. So checking. I had, this is and of course when you're traveling. Uh, internationally, cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Who was it? Chud. Cannibalistic. Yeah. yeah. Got um, to get up really early. Like I, every day was super early for me in London. Like getting up, getting up to go there. I got well, up at like five a.m. Be on the bus at like eight fifteen. Yeah, but like on the travel days, like I had to be up and out of the hotel by like five fifteen. Holy fuck! In order to get on the train to get to London, get the train station there, and then take what was the underground at Gus's behest. All the way across London to get to London Heathrow. I want to give myself enough time to catch my flight by noon. So I had to get up early to do that. It's five in the morning. Here's what I did. I walked down. It was a nice hotel. I enjoyed it very much. It came at the recommendation. I won't say the name of the hotel. It came at the recommendation of Mr. Troy Baker, friend of ours. He was lovely recommendation. Wonderful mm-hmm. hotel. He has great recommendation. And uh, it, so everything was great. And I'm walking out past the front desk and I think, I'm going to check out. I'm in a rush. I'm going to check out because it is in the hotel's best interest to know when guests leave. They Otherwise, can, you just they, walk out. Then clean the room and flip it. Yeah, yeah. then they got to figure out like two hours after you've yeah. gone, oh, this, they're gone now. We can, you know, give the room to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a nice courtesy to stop and do checkout. And Someone might want to check in early. Even though you, it was in a huge rush. You've been in that boat? Why the fuck do they punish you by making that process so fucking crazy right. long to check out? You should just be like, hey, I'm this leaving. is the room, I'm leaving. That's it. I'm just, I just want to tell you I'm leaving so my room's free. And then you got to go through like, this and this. Did you get anything from the mini bar? It's like I walk out of hotels all the time and don't check yeah, out. Right. It nothing yeah. goes wrong. Have, have you ever do had this what thing? you're gonna do for me if I just walk my, past you the, and my, do that? My least favorite part of the process. I don't know if you've ever had this. Is you say I want to check out, okay, and they like 
print the bill and they hand it to you and they're like, does that look correct? Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then they take that and throw that away. <laughs> and they're like, what, what are you doing? Like, oh, that was just the, that was just the, the invoice. Now let me print the actual receipt out for yeah. you and run the charge. Like, it's like why three do, why printouts. I, why, do, why do you do that? Yeah. Just let me sign that one. I've never had that long of an experience checking out. First of all, I barely, I rarely check out of hotels. Usually just walk out. So it's, is it rude to walk out no. and not check out? No. I don't think so. Right. So I should put that out of my head. I'm out if the door. If you're really concerned, do it on the TV. I don't turn the I usually TV. just like, drop the keys in the, the key drop box that they sometimes have in some places or leave them in the room and then I'm done. I'm yeah, done. but this is a key card. Then it's disposable. They don't know it's your thingamajig, right? Yeah. Do they? Um, no. No, I don't think so. Sometimes there, there's some hotels with like express checkout where you just like write your room number on an envelope, put your keys in there and drop it off. Yeah. Go, I'm leaving. Walk yeah. out. Like, um, I'm leaving. But if I do like actually check out, it's usually just like, okay, well, you already put a card down for the incidentals. You're good. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like trying to get an Uber. It's like 15 minutes to get out. I'm like, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm now in this process. Yeah. Now, if I walk away, I'm an asshole, right? Right. right. But I gotta, I gotta go. You, you I gotta ever, go. You ever read the Tales from the Front Desk subreddit? No. It's that all like awesome. people who work hotel front desk. Oh, oh like, that's a nightmare. What's it called? Tales, Tales, Tales from the Front Desk. Yeah, okay. it's like all. I, it's one of my favorite subreddits. You ever do the thing where you like walk down the hallway, you're going to the elevator, and housekeeping's like working the room like three doors down from you, and you're like mm -hmm. walk by, and you're like. Take a look in, just as like you're walking by, like yeah. a little side eye. What the fuck are people doing in their hotel rooms? It's fucking insane. Like what other people do? It's like, oh, first of all, always bottles of booze, like mm. either beer or whatever, and tons of it. Do people just go to their hotel rooms and just like party like maniacs? I'm talking like a normal yeah. hotel room where it's the bed and the wall. You know, it's like a penthouse. I and they're balling. I have a question about room service. Go ahead. And I don't know if this happens to you guys. There's often times when I'm staying at a hotel for a number of days, and I don't want room service most days. I reuse. You're the talking about like housekeeping. Housekeeping, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, housekeeping. Yeah. Oh, how, you're not talking about eating. food. I was yeah. About, okay. Yeah. I, I meant, I meant housekeeping. Food. My bad. Um, I guess like service your room. Got gotcha. you. What I'm thinking about. When I called myself a Native American on the Halo oh, what? live stream. Yeah, because I was surrounded by a bunch of English people. And I said, I got to point out as the only Native American here. Frankie was like, I think maybe we rethink that. Oh, no. So, yeah. So we all, make, we all make word mistakes. So it made sense in context, but it was, I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. But uh, this happens to be almost every time I stay at a hotel where I'm leaving my hotel room and housekeeping is doing some other room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm leaving and they go, you want uh, cleaning? I go, oh, no, thank you. They go, oh, you don't want us to clean? You don't know that? And they, like, fight me on it. And I'm really? like, am I not making your day a little easier by not right. having to service my room? Fucking freebie. I, I think they want to make sure they don't have to come back later. Yeah, ah. but it's just like every hotel, they always are just like, oh, like, you, no, you don't want, no, nothing, you sure? And I'm like, really? Don't, I'm telling you I don't want you to clean my room. I have this sign on my door and everything mm -hmm. like that. Did you guys have the red thing in your room? The, the strings? The red strings? No. Red oh, no, because you were in an accessibility room. Yeah. So, like, oh. my... Did you pull the red string? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> what did it do? You dummy. Set it off an alarm. It's an alarm for oh. if somebody, like, slips. Like, falls? There's yeah, one you... by the toilet, and then there's one by the shower, and I was, like, looking at it for a while, <laughs> and I was like, is it for, like, hanging things? And then I just, like, pulled it, and then the light on the top just immediately went, like, boop, 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 yep. boop, and started flashing red. And I was like, oh, shit. And then it was a race to find the phone in the room, but my f room didn't have a phone. And then, like, not a minute later, a guy from the front desk was like, you okay? Yeah, fucking bolted up there. He probably was worried sick, dude. Where's my phone? I think you're on Gus, the front desk. You're, now. like, the first person that I texted. Yeah, you sent that to me. I wasn't even in England yet. Well, because I was like, do you know what this is? I thought it would be funny because you'd think I was an idiot. <laughs> he just called his own phone. You get a new phone. iPhone? Nah. 
neither my phone's fine. X is or whatever. X is fine. My so, phone, my phone is not uncompromising, but that's fine for it's me. It's not USB C. Did you guys order uh, when you stayed at the hotel in London? I don't know if you stayed at the same one as us. I guess. Did you order room service at any point? You mean no. food to room food. service now? Food. No. 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 I rarely do that because I don't like messing with all the shit in Tre- my room. Trevor and I ordered room service. I think <gasps> two or three nights. I love this story. And we got the greatest room service person of all time. What does that mean? He was just, (laughs) (laughs) he was this like, the only way to describe him was like very jolly. He was a short kind of stout, like rosy cheeked guy. And he was just like, oh, hello, I'm coming with your room service. I don't know what accent it was, but he was so jolly. And then he's like, are you working today? And we'd be like, oh yeah, we have work. Cause it was the convention. He goes, oh, bad habits are very bad habit. And he was like talking about Working is a bad habit. Bad habit. Didn't he walk weird too? He, he walked. He walked like this, <laughs> like no joke. Like Trevor's this guy sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, he, he was very like very. I don't uh, know how to describe what Barbara's doing for the audio podcast listeners. She's like almost like jaunty walk. The, I, jaunty. Her elbows are up and she's yeah. like jauntily walking, like she's in a and musical. So, and so I don't know if this is a bad thing, but um, uh, Trevor was out filming something, and I ordered room service to see if I would get the guy again. Basically, like this is the only reason I ordered. it. <laughs> And sure enough, it was him. And so when I heard the knock at the door, I how, pressed. How did he knock? Was it a special knock? It was like a, like okay. a very like jaunty knock. Um, but I recorded him <gasps> on my phone, no. not video, just audio, in hopes of like getting him. And I don't know Can if it'll keep play. It? Uh, don't play him. Don't play nope. him here. Don't play yeah. him. Okay. I won't if, play him. Did you know you recorded him? I don't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, play yeah. him. I would have. Yeah, I would have listened to this. Okay, I'll listen I, would, to- I wouldn't play him. Trevor was also. But, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. The the my favorite part is that I had the TV on and I wasn't watching anything, but there was a soccer match on, and I had ordered a burger and a beer, and nice. he was just like, "Now I opened the best part, the beer," and, and he like cracks it open. And he goes, "Oh, you got a nice meal, a beer, and ooh, the football match." <laughs> it's just. So happy, oh uh, man! I'll play it for you later. I love that man. It's just like a state of mind, you know. Yeah, I, it just, just made like, me happy. Trevor was explaining though that like he got food service and he was doing the jolly walk, and then he Trevor said he like watched him go down the hallway, <laughs> yeah. and he said as soon as he hit the corner, it's like he just went to regular mode. Yeah, he just started walking and normally. Just oh really? Normal. It's definitely an act that he's putting on. Which like, is interesting. It really worked because we tipped him well. Well, yeah. that's the thing too. It's I, I I do feel like when I'm in places where there's no tipping. They expect Americans to tip still. Yeah. Which is, I get it, Americans tip and you want that, but it presents a lot of problems. Like every fucking cab that I went into in France, their credit card machine didn't work. Because, yeah. wink, right. Because if the credit card machine works and I use my contactless and just tap or whatever, then I'm not getting out cash and just saying, oh, just keep the rest of it. But I you feel know? like nobody has cash in uh, those yeah. cities with contactless. Also, if you're driving a cab, and your fucking credit card machine doesn't work, why not tell the person that before they get in the car yeah. with you? Because then they're in the car and you're like, I don't have cash. What do we do now? Well, you, well yeah, what did you, you do? You didn't mention this before. We, we had cash. Oh. But I've been in situations before where it's like I've argued with this is in New York, where I've argued the guy going, I was like, what makes you think I'm carrying $120 in cash to go to JFK Airport from Manhattan? I'm just carrying that amount of money. Yeah. And he's like, my credit card machine doesn't work. I go, well, I don't have cash. So what are we going to do? He goes, let's just use the credit card. And sure enough, he's got it. And it Somehow works. it works. Wow. Somehow it mysteriously works after that. I went to a restaurant and I started talking. I think he heard my accent. And he was like, oh, our card machine's not working. And I was like, mm, okay. So then I like whipped it out and on the receipt it said like 12 <laughs> pounds. And uh, he was like, that'll be 12 pounds. I was like, okay. He said, uh, oh, no, uh, cash only. I said, all right. 
So then I like had my billfold out. And he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's 16 pounds. And I was like, well, it says 12 pounds. And he's like, yeah, there's a service charge. And I was like, I'm service charge for what? Yeah, I know. And I was like, well, it says on the receipt that's 12 pounds. He said, yeah, well, it's for, you know, customer service. Did you not like your customer service? And I was like, your customer service was just take the money. It was like the most confusing oh, thing ever. That's literally one of the only negative experiences in what was otherwise an amazing trip to London. Yeah. Be- lovely, lovely people. I felt like I had a lot of bad service. I just think Americans are just in the city. Suckers. suckers. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. were marks. Like if, they got their money, they're going to tip and everything. I feel like it happens every, like the two times I've been to London. It's probably just tourists in general. It's or just, just American tourists. You get, you get seated at a restaurant and then you don't get seen again for another 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. We had, yeah, we had dinner on the last night. Yeah. And we asked for water five times. Get away from yeah. them. Oh, they weren't. You oh, asked we for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Asked for it. So can we get some more water? Uh, yeah. 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 Walk away. 20 minutes later, no one comes back. I see the person we asked for water. They're just standing there. Kind of looking around. And yeah. like, Nothing to do. Water. <laughs> I wonder if I'm an easy mark because my bag literally says American Tourister on it. <laughs> I just heard. Like, people just sniping me. That's fucking fantastic. So I'm not checking out of hotels anymore. That's what I'm learning from this. Yeah. No. Just walk out. I'm just walking yeah. out. Or also, just call and be like, listen, uh, I'm getting off the phone in five seconds. Uh, I'm leaving the hotel right now. <laughs> or just like walk by and go, hey, we're checking out room 307. Bye. Yeah. What the fuck? Did you see that... Uh, I also never turn on the TV in my room, and there was a weird thing that was taking place. I want to see if this happened for you guys, too. Porn magically we appeared. We stayed for our Austin. Sometimes they'll give us rooms downtown right next to the convention center so we don't have to go back and forth in our cars. Yeah. Because we we go to, like, midnight well, we for our there, yeah, early and the, morning and then stay till very late. Yeah, there we have we shows afterwards and everything, so it's like they'll, they'll give us a place to stay down there. The, the hotel where they put us was, I was in the Fairmont, which is right across from the uh, convention center. Anybody else stay there no. at that one? Okay. They did a weird thing. Every time I left my room or when they came in and like did the normal service in the room, they then also turned on the TV. Mm. And I was like, why would you do that? I have never, I haven't turned TV on in a hotel. I wish hotels didn't have TVs, honestly. It just seems like it's a waste of space. Mm. That's like the only time I ever use a TV is in a hotel room. Really? What do you do? You watch them? Well, it's because I'm usually staying alone. So I just like (laughs) having something on to kind of. Keep me company. Sounds really? Weird. Yeah. Yeah, but you lived alone for a long time. So. Yeah, but it's different when it's your place and you have like Netflix or your, sex y- boss. your you know, <laughs> sex whatever it is. I don't know. I like just having the TV on. So right. I know I told you to check out via the TV earlier. Uh, if you're at all concerned about security, you shouldn't do anything on the TV. Like you should never view your bill or do like any checkout. Yeah, because all that stuff is. Because you can't VPN. It's yeah, it's, you can't VPN. It's not sent in any encrypted form, and other people in other rooms, if they know what they're doing, can see what uh, the you're fuck doing out of that here. kind of system. Also, when you log on to Wi-Fi, make sure you're not your computer's not discoverable. <laughs> yeah, That's, dude, my, like, I can't believe I, there's nothing about my iPhone that would indicate what it is or that I own it or anything like that. I tell you what's the thing that I often look at, and it's I, I'm surprised it hasn't led to a huge breach in some way. We, somebody, when you rent a car, some people will connect the Bluetooth oh, yeah. to the car to play their music. Mm. And then it also grabs all your fucking contacts. It grabs your address book. Holy fuck. It, or it can. From your car. No, from your phone. Oh. And like when you're playing, when you connect to a rental car with Bluetooth, because it's like the phone functionality of like, hey, call Barbara, call Burp Burp Dunkin' Snack. It wants to be able to do that. So it just grabs all your fucking contacts. Fuck. And it's listed there in the records. And it depends on the car, it depends yep. on the software. But some of you can go like 
oh, here's Jamal's iPhone. And you can click on it. It's like, oh, here's all Jamal's contacts. Jeez, man. I Who's Jennifer Hudson? Let's talk to her. <laughs> she sounds nice. I am. Uh, I think that this is overly paranoid, but like when there's like a outlet charger available, like on like a plane or a car, I don't use it because it's just like, I don't know what's connected to the other you end. You mean like a USB? Yeah. Like we said, you want to trust this device? Not like a like a yeah, plug in. Don't trust. Yeah, no, I'll use those because it's just electricity. But if, yeah, I don't use the USB. Yeah, though. me neither. Yeah. Sometimes like, if you get an Uber and they're like, do you want to charge your phone? I go, no! oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> Unless I'm on like literally 1%, I'm like, I need power. What are they going to do though? Is this like siphon data off you? Is that what they're going to do? Someone will see my butthole pics. <laughs> He's got a lot of them. Lots. Are they all your butthole? I, they... You'd have to, if you have an iPhone, you'd ha I think they'd ha you'd have to trust the device. I still don't trust it. Yeah, you gotta say, yeah, trust this device or not. Yeah. And then uh, you click the wrong thing, and you're like, oh, shit. You gotta unplug real yeah. fast, then they've already got you. You're they in hit. the net. They got like 10 Sandra Bullock's trying to help you. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> that movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I thought that it, the internet would be the end of the world. Well, it kind of actually it's is. It's getting there. Never mind. What? You're pointing at me. Play the Spider-Man game? Yeah. It's good. Play the Spider-Man game? Not yet. You guys gotta play the Spider-Man game. It's so good. And everyone's talking about what they want Insomniac to do next because it was Sunset Overdrive. Spoderman. Then led to Spider-Man. Spoderman <laughs> would be fucking dope. Teenage Mutant Ninja That'd be an unlockable suit. There, 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 why is there no Spoderman suit? Lost opportunity, Insomniac. There's, there's a suit that's not unlockable in Spider-Man. What? There's a suit. A that's... very iconic Spider-Man suit that's not unlockable in Spider-Man. Iron Spider? I haven't gotten to it yet. Venom? The black and white suit. There's a suit called the Secret Wars suit in Spider-Man. This is not spoiled at all. These are just unlockables that you can put on your dude. And there's a really awesome one that people are making videos of. You can get one that just makes your guy a cartoon. Oh, like, a cell-shaded one? Yeah. It's so fucking Give cool. Give me a shirtless Spider-Man. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, I took a it. selfie with him. But you can't be shirtless Spider-Man. No, you can't be shirtless. Yeah. So thank God. Who would want to do that? One of the existence. But, uh, yeah, they have a spider suit called the Secret Wars suit. Mm. But the Secret Wars suit... That where Spider-Man got the symbiote, that was in the first Secret Wars. He got it from a machine that gave him and made his costume, his black costume with the white spider on it, mm -hmm. which then and the white eyes, which then became Venom mm. because it was the alien, and he thought it was just a really cool suit where he didn't need web shooters or any of that stuff. So, but so then again, they rebooted Marvel Comics like 50 billion times, so maybe there's a different Secret Wars, and that's the suit from that Secret no, They're waiting Wars. for the Venom movie to come out and smash all box office records. It makes me hope that they're going to do DLC that has Venom. Can I miss his chin? Doesn't matter. We're less than three weeks away at this point from uh, Red Dead Redemption mm, 2. And true. I just think that's going to fucking take over everything. Yeah. That's going to be such a good fucking game. I have so much confidence in that game coming out. That's going to be incredible. Sorry. That and like the next Elder Scrolls are just going to be like... You might yeah, just play those. You away. might just that's play those games away. for years, though. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, talking to Lawrence, apparently they have like technology to where the horse's testicles will change size based on the climate the that your character's in. That's so funny. Yeah, Ashley talked to me about that for way too long. She was like, horse girl. She's excited. Yeah, she 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 took that to heart. So, all right, well, we need to wrap up here. Before yeah. we go, I feel like I do need to mention the tiki mugs are finally going to be in the store, and also your shirt, just in time. For your September tiki party, you can get your tiki mugs, which you've been promoting for like two months. It'll be they'll be out tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So if you're watching this live, it's tomorrow. If you're watching this already pre-taped, it's it's available. And now. that beautiful uh, and my shirt. shirt oh, but what an advantage! What an advantage for being a first member is that now they got the inside line. Now you can you can go on the internet and you can share that information if you want to, or you can keep it yourself. We're not telling you what to do. These tiki mugs are gonna be in high demand. Tiki, tiki. Can I can I plug Arizona Circle? 
Oh, please yeah. do. That's, please uh, do. That's out right now for first members, and we're needing subscriber first member signups because it could get us a full season of the show. That show is so fucking as funny. Promised by Ezra. So yeah, you guys are. Everyone is so great in that show. Thank you. Yeah. It's a good show. It's like, and we want to make more of it. You're in the show. You have a cameo. I do. I have a cameo. Gus? You do, yeah. You have. I wish you have the most uh, uh, police squad cameo like line. Well, You're that's because it was, I bait like I ad libbed like four or five different lines when uh -huh. I was there, and that's because I, I based that on a version of the script that I had read that was very absurd, like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, like where Lawrence asked, "Can I see him now?" Do you remember that? Did that make the final cut? No, it didn't. There's a, yeah. There's literally a line in there where Lawrence's character asks the doctor. He goes, "Doctor, can I see him now?" And the doctor says, "No." Your eyes are closed, and then it cuts to Lawrence's eyes. And he goes, "I understand." understand. <laughs> <laughs> he walks away. So it's like that kind of thing, and it's like that was in that hospital kind of segment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's which is where I make my cameo. So I felt like it was in, very much in tune with that. And I'm I, glad they kept it in. I was very grateful. I've never felt sexier than in that I cameo. Bet I bet not. That was pretty. Especially impressive. having to have my boobs taped down and giving me a pot belly and everything like that. Did they? Did they tape your boobs down? They How tried to. Can you just go? They put. They tried to wrap something around to. Flatten them a little like bit, like spanks, kind yeah. of thing, like Mulan. Yeah. That work? Yeah. Nope. Where's it? Like, push them around the sides. What happens? It's like it's, it pushes them. In, it pushes them inside of you. Are. It's oh. not air. It's not air. You can't like one goes up here, it. one goes this side. Right. It's just, they gotta go somewhere. One goes by the lung. The other one goes over by the heart. What happens to Babby? What if it inverts? Yeah. So oh. check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah please check out Arizona Circle. And uh, these tiki mugs, they got uh, customs, right? They got customs. They got held up in customs. They got customs. And so, so it's very customary. Oh. All right. But I, I'm buying a whole set. I'm going to buy like two sets of these things. I, I freaking love them. So I, I imagine they're going to go pretty fast because we've been talking about them for a while and people are excited. Yeah, good call. I dare you to throw one at the right. camera. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.